0: Welcome to Do The Right Film Podcast, the KCL podcast about movies. I'm Joao. I'm Leo. And this is a talk about the Oscars. Joining us today to help us weed out the week in the battlefield of award season is our very first guest, David Sheldon, Hello,
1: welcome to KCL. Hello. Hello, everybody. I am super, super excited to be here. Super excited to talk about the Oscars, the most wonderful time of the year, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get into it. Lots to discuss.
0: Yeah. Uh, before we do that, actually, just for fun, what's the last film you've watched? I know it. The,
1: la- the last film I've watched, I have come from not long ago, it was Five Nights at Freddy's at the Odeon in Leicester Square. Uh, it is not as good as it could have been, but not as bad as it could have been. It is a two-star, underwhelming film.
2: Two-star out of four or out of five? Out of five. Out of five Letterbox
0: style. Yes,
1: letterbox style. Okay.
0: I know you uh, do it a la Ebert.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm an Ebert fan, so yeah. I'm, I'm doing like out of four. Yeah. I think it's well balanced. Yeah,
1: love, but... a, love a Siskel and Ebert review.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially, you know, when it gets
0: very heated.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So
2: we are talking about the Oscars today.
0: A very, um, speaking of heated, <laughs> controversial <laughs> topic.
1: Well, con- the Oscars, controversial? Okay. No, what never.
0: Insane.
1: <laughs> I, to ask, I want
0: to start asking both of you what your attitude on the Oscars actually is like, if... well,
1: should, I, please, should I go first? Go um, so I mean I, I get a bit obsessed with the Oscars every year and I shouldn't because in reality it really doesn't mean a ton but there is kind of that weird sort of you know obsession with trying to watch all the films and trying to go through all the punditry you know it's the closest kind of film you know fans become to analysts and we get to sit and pretend like we know what we're talking about for a few months <laughs> and you know I mean, some of it gets a bit ridiculous. I mean, and, you know, we'll kind of... And I I have to kind of incorporate that into my list somewhat because when we're going through picks, because you've got to kind of play the game, but sometimes it does get really silly, you know, furiously studying individual, you know um award, like tiny award shows to see could there be any correlation and what happened in two thousand and twelve. You know, no it's at the end of the day it's you know, it it is what it is. But I mean it's always exciting and it's always nice to, you know, get a chance to make sure we get to see all of these films and that great films are recognized and that's the best thing I suppose. Yeah. How
2: about you? Yeah, I guess it's a very I think it's important, maybe not for artistic purposes, but for, you know, to know where the industry is going, what are the stakes? What are you know like the strategies of the studios? I'm reading in these days. I'm reading about corporate uh, studios intentions, and it's it's interesting that because at the Oscars you actually see the motives behind some choices, some artistic choices. For example, how A24 is moving uh, in the business, uh, how Neon is moving in the business, how. Uh, Festival, major art festivals like Venice and Cannes are relating, uh, are thinking about the Oscars and about you know American, the, the American audience. So it's, I think it's an interesting moment in of the year to understand uh, you know the vibes and uh, wh- what what's gonna be like in the future for cinema. Yeah, I mean. All I'm gonna say is I have
0: a very complicated relationship with the Oscars. I I think I've, I'm losing a little bit of faith in what they're doing. Last year, no films in Best Picture were uh, directed by Black filmmakers. None. No Black woman has ever been nominated in Best Director. And it's not just that. It's not just you know the Black community. There are so many other communities that are so underrepresented by the Oscars. So I'm losing a little bit of faith, but I'm still here with the hope that it gets better. And I'm yeah. interested in like you, I'm interested in the pageantry. Not pageantry, but I'm interested in the mechanics of Hollywood. How does it operate? What does the Oscars, what do the Oscars tell us about how Hollywood operates?
2: Yeah, it's like a symptomatic event, I think. Yeah. To put in in a
1: sentence. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's the Oscars is, you know, it's an institution more than more than I'd say any other award show. It's, you know, I mean, you've got obviously in Britain you've got the BAFTAs and the Globes and, and in America and all those kind of things. But at the end of the day, the Oscars is what will always be kind of the the pinnacle of um you know film awards and you know that like you mentioned about the um you know the lack of diversity in, in category you're absolutely right i mean that there, there are there are steps very slowly being taken that we're starting to see progress with parasites and with everything everywhere all at once and things like that but it is still moving too slowly and you know i'm hoping that this will be the year that, that that'll change but look we say that every year and we've said yeah. that for you know, we've we've said that for a long time, and, and it doesn't seem to be happening. But you know, I suppose smaller steps are better than nothing. But it's still not good. It's still not good enough.
0: Yeah, but we've seen recent trends that are positive. Yes, in particular, the internationalization of the voting body, the fact that they've added hundreds and hundreds of uh, of new voters that are not from Hollywood and are from international art house backgrounds, and we've seen this being. Reflected in the nominations, if you look at films like Cold War, back in 2018, I'm receiving a lot of Oscar attention, and Drive My Car, Tar, I'm wearing a Tar t-shirt right now, <laughs> shout out to Tar. Um, another round, we've seen that the the Oscars are starting to yep. open a space for art house international cinema. Worst person in the world. Worst as well. person in the world. Should have won. Um, everything. Uh, <laughs> But more so than any other award shows. If you look at what the Golden Globes are doing, which I mean, we should not, uh, but if you look at what the Golden Globes are <laughs> yeah. doing, what the Critics' Choice are doing, what, the, what the, uh, like the PGA's, VGA's, all of these, the BAFTA's even, the BAFTA's are very Eurocentric. centric yep. If yep. you look at what they're doing, they're not spotlighting international movies. Yep.
1: There's another, there's another worrying trend we've seen with um, the Gothams lifting their budget cap for the independent films which has allowed I mean the, the nominations for those have come out and poor things has been nominated for a lot and Barbie's been nominated and I mean it's for an independent film Awards it's like removing the cap seems to be an attempt to make it seem more kind of uh, mainstream to give it a bit more coverage but it, all it does is it means that you know as much as I love those films the attention is then taken away from the small films what I loved about the indie spirits and the Gothams was is that you'd net like you you'd see films even us as people who Follow this stuff religiously. you still see things like I've even now I've still seen films in the in the nominations lists and gone never heard of that one. Add that to the watch list. You Where know. What
0: the hell was the cathedral <laughs> Last year.
1: I, I don't I know. I haven't
0: seen yeah, it. I've seen Aquíada, um, but I'll, 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 I didn't know about it and it well, made me discover is, is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um Like Jonas is one of the best Italian filmmakers. Him and uh, well working right now, obviously. Yeah. Him and um, Alicia Birdwalker are doing incredible work and. I don't know what you guys takes uh, takes are on uh, Sorrentino,
2: but I love that guy as well. Well, mixed mixed I think Sorrentino is a great DJ, a great a great DJ. I don't know about it, about. I'll have
1: to be uh, I'll have to be the uh, the donor and say I've never seen it. I've never oh, seen really? no, I've never seen a Sorrentino film because oh. um, he did The Hand of God yes and that was the closest I came to watching one <laughs> and I just it was one of the only films on the Oscars that year that I just for some reason it's on Netflix I just never got around to but whatever his next film is I will, I will await it because I now do try and see everything
0: I watched it with my friend and my friend at the end of it I was really tapped in at
1: the end of it he was like that was a weird movie oh that was that was me with um when I went to see Spencer I got it was um me and my whole family went to see Spencer and I was completely transfixed and I came out of the cinema so excited having seen such a great film to turn to my family's horrified looks (laughs) Saying yeah. what have you dragged me to see? That
2: happens. That, yeah, that happens with Lara in movies. I remember like the same scene, but with Jackie. Yeah, yeah. like I, it was like so. Um, I don't know. Happy to bring my mother to the movies. Like it's about Jackie Kennedy. You love her, and then at the end she was like, "Leo, please, <laughs> what are you doing?" Yeah, I recommended Spencer
0: to my mom, but that's because I do think that my mom is thinking a little bit about widening. The, her viewership and thinking, that she's interested in, in, in feminist cinema, and, and she's seen a lot of movies like that. And she was maybe she was interested in seeing something that would approach a person like um, Diana in a yeah. different way than she'd been on, for example, The Crown recently. Oh, Shout out to The Crown; it's coming out the final season November sixteenth. Will I think. tune in? TBD. <laughs> but we've seen all these trends, and I wanted to give you guys a list. Um, a list that you guys are familiar with, and I want you guys to tell me if anything jumps out to you, if or if that clears up something about where the Academy is going. This is last year's best picture lineup. All Quiet in the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Banshee's Venusheron, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking.
2: Well, uh, wait a minute, wait a I minute. Mean, <laughs>
1: I mean, we have the the uh, obvious, which you've already stated, which no no um, black filmmakers. Are, are there any filmmakers of color, of you know non white filmmakers anywhere in the in, anywhere in that Daniel list? Daniel Kwan. Uh, Daniel Kwan. Sorry, yes.
2: Are we thinking because you know for best picture we're talking about best picture, right? Yeah, this is. And for best picture, it's you know the producers that get the award. So I think I don't know like the specific, for example, uh, presence of, you know, the balance between female and male producers, I don't know, um, I'm, I'm thinking about the amount of platform content in this list, I, I don't know, let's see, All Quiet on the Western Front, Netflix, um, and that's it, okay, mm-hmm, so yeah. that, that's not the point, I guess. I'm looking to internationality, and All Quiet on the Western Front is from Germany. Um, You know, I'm going to make the argument that, and this is, yeah, incredibly
0: biased, but I'm going to make the argument that I think TAR kind of counts as an international pick. Obviously. Why? why? Mainly because I think it is, the the filmmaking is of a tradition that is not Hollywood. And it it is set in Berlin, in the international world of, music, and I, I think that Tar takes the space that something like Drive My Car would have taken. So okay. A very slow, I, okay. Um, a very intellectual. Yeah, movie. Yeah, slow, I said slow already, international pick. That's my take. Okay. Even though it is an American filmmaker, Tar, to me, feels like one of the two, and you can make the argument for Banshees because Irish cinema is not often... Uh, recognized, but for me, Tar takes the
2: second spot. I don't know, and then there is also for internationality. It, there is also Triangle of Sadness. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we <laughs> have what an odd film, Triangle of, the- of Sadness. <laughs> was.
1: Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't like Triangle of Sadness. Yeah, Particularly, I, I, I thought. It, I remember watching Triangle of Sadness at the London Film Festival and being so enraptured with it until the. I don't want to say the third act because it's not really the third act, but until the third section, that's all I'll say. Don't want to go too. I won't go too deep into it, but the third section, and for me, it loses all momentum and just dies. An hour, an hour and a half satire would have been hilarious. A two and a half hour long satire where I felt like the last hour was just doing the same thing again and again. By the time I left it, I'd gone from like a four and a half out of five to a two and a half out of five. It had just completely lost me, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like it. It seems something that has already been like in front of our eyes for many years and probably in a better way and uh, yeah
1: I felt like they did it better a few weeks later when Glass Onion came
2: out <laughs> <laughs> absolutely <laughs> be. but I think they did better with The Palace by Roman Polanski I've seen it in Venice Film Festival and I think I don't know if it will like
1: heat theatres in the UK? Probably not. It's yeah. Wrong. I was gonna say Polanski. Uh, yeah. yeah. Whether it's you know whether they'll give him any airtime to get his get his uh, get his film out, I don't know. Yeah. No.
0: But you know, we didn't talk about the menu. Shout out to the menu as well.
1: I like the menu. I I thought the menu was good fun. I didn't think it was as, as good as I'd been told, and that, might have been, that may have been a problem with expectation. When you go in being told, it's a riot, and I mean, I love I love my Hell's Kitchens, and I love my all those things, so I went in expecting it to be the greatest thing I'd ever seen, and I came out like, eh, it was, it was really good fun, and Ralph Fiennes is a treasure. Yeah, yeah, that's how I felt. Yep. <laughs> I enjoyed
0: it, though. I enjoyed having fun. Yeah, great fun. I so watched it with a friend of mine who loves cooking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, and to him, I
2: recommended the pot-au-feu as well. Oh like, yeah, I, probably he will enjoy yeah. more the pot-au-feu, so, like for yeah. the art yeah. of cuisine. Than yeah. If you if, if you yeah
1: if you version. love if you love cooking, I suggest boiling point. Oh, you'll never oh, <laughs> you'll oh, never I want. Good.
2: I've, I've never seen it, but it's. Like, you'll never
1: you know, want. You'll never want to go in a kitchen again. But it's a masterpiece. That's
0: the antithesis of pot-au-feu. Like <laughs> pot-au-feu makes you love cooking, and boiling point makes you <laughs> eat it. This yeah. is a very particular uh, award season because. Guess what?
1: There's an actor strike happening right now. Yes, yes, there is. Unfortunately, but well, fortunately, if it means we get the right. The actors get a uh, a deal that you know is sustainable. But, yeah, it has put a real kind of weird feeling on this whole season, especially given, and I, I don't know how much campaigning really has a factor when it comes to, to this, you know, but, I mean, most of the films, I think it's only, of the major contenders, I think it's only Past Lives that past are... Past
0: Lives it, and Adam fall and Priscilla are the only films the who, I mean, not the only, I mean, Zone of Interest, but... The actors are not really yeah. a big factor. No. Of interest. Maybe Sandra Hewler, but we'll talk yeah. about
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think Priscilla is either, to be honest. I mean, outside of, the outside of like, in terms of it's not, like, a huge name actor. But then again, Past Lives isn't either, so it's...
0: No, but Greta Lee is a, is a name. Yes, yeah, yeah. She, she, she's got her, you know, Morning Show, Russian Doll. Like, she's been in stuff before.
2: Yeah, I, I was thinking that they're talking about making a new, like, um... Like they're talking about doing again Oppenheimer for the theaters in January with the actors to promote it to hit you know the yep.
1: If it's if the strike's resolved by then,
2: yeah. I don't know.
1: Which is, you know, it'd be unfortunate if it isn't. But that is that would certainly be a strategy. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, the, the thing with Oppenheimer is Oppenheimer and Barbie were kind of the last two big releases that kind of got a fair amount of promotional with the ac- promotion with the yeah. actors. Obviously, they had to wa- uh, in Oppenheimer's yeah, case, they walked out of the London premiere. But that,
0: I mean. Even that was a promotional. Yeah, video. exactly.
1: Yeah. But you know, a lot of the a lot of the fall films are going to suffer. You know, without being able to like, you know, and I think films like Maestro is where you might get hit really badly because Cooper, because he's acting and directing, he can't really campaign as an in act for actor or director, and that that might hurt him. Uh, I don't think it hurt him that badly, but it's. You know it it just it does change the sort of the way that this award season is kind of lining up and i maybe and i hate to say it like this because i you know i i don't want anybody to you know at the end of the day all i want is a is a resolution however long it goes on to get the resolution that the actors deserve what it might mean is we might get a little bit more a little bit less of the irritation that can come around with the campaigning because it can get really tiring um And whether they'll just find different tactics because they can't campaign the actors, they'll they'll find other ways. I don't know, but I think it's yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a really weird season. I think, but I I am excited to see how it how it plays out. A
0: different campaign. Two Leslie is a bit. This is a spot done with
1: a giant car. I what I remember what I because I, I remember when the two Leslie thing started, and I was like, this is never going to work. Like I watched it when when the buzz started. I went and I watched it, and I was, and I was like, she's absolutely worthy of a nomination because she's fantastic. But this think it's not, on there. and then it just kept going, and, ke- and then it happened. I was sat in a university lecture at the time, kind of subtly watching it in the back corner on mute. And like when the name came up, I was like, "What? It actually worked! Madness!" Um, but I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad she got nominated. I just think it's a weird. It was a very weird strategy to take.
2: Yeah, I have a question for you uh, about actors. How much do you think Oscar the Oscars are actor driven? Like, do you remember? Like, in tw- it was in 2020 that they yeah. like uh, inverted the um, final nominees yeah. uh, because they. They thought
1: that it, it was going to be an hymn to. Um... Chadwick Boseman. Yes, yes. It's one of the most embarrassing endings to yes. it. Mis- it's one of the most embarrassing miscalculations yeah. of, a, of a ceremony I've ever you know, seen in the my, La La Land, my life. La La
2: Land, uh... I
1: mean, yeah, it's just. I. Th- whoever decided on that is an idiot because I understand the thinking, I understand wanting to end it on the thing, but when it's not... Like, you never know 100% who's going to win an Oscar. And to me, both performances, Hopkins and Boseman would have been worthy, but I preferred Hopkins' performance myself, but both were extraordinary. But, like, when it's still up in the air, you take such a gamble by doing that, and if it backfires, it makes you look spectacularly, like, misjudged, and that's exactly what happened, and, you know, Hopkins wasn't there and I just remember Joaquin Phoenix having to go, uh, uh, see you everybody, goodbye, as the camera kind of just zoomed out, and that was it, and it was so weird.
0: That was rough.
1: It was very rough.
0: Now, to answer your question, I think the actors are not the centre of the Oscars as an institution. Like, as in, you know, best picture is the final award, and I do think that the movie that wins best picture is the centre of the night, but I do think that the way they structure the night, the first award they give, is supporting actor or actress, and then they give another supporting performance award three awards later, and then they string you along until you have to wait for best actor, best actress, and then best picture comes. But Be- like the acting awards are the things that they put in between to keep so people like, there. Yeah, they're, they're like the, col- the columns of the set yes. building, yeah. But uh, you made me think about actors and the fact that they can't campaign. And this is making me think if someone is the front runner, in an award, in a category right now, we're not going to you know, spoil who we think runners are or not. But someone's a front runner right now, and no one can campaign. Does that mean that there is a chance that the front runners right now will just remain front runners if the strike keeps happening, continues?
1: I think it's tr- It's very tricky because I I don't necessarily think that in any category this this year there's one like oh you can't not give it to them. I mean there would have been which we'll get to later until a certain change in um, in uh, campaigning happened, but for the most part, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, um, the frontrunners, even without the campaigning, I think, change as we get into awards, as different festivals see different films, as, you know, different critics groups start to put out their, their, their things, so I don't necessarily think that anything is Decided, yeah. I mean, I struggled to put my list together um, of my picks. and Not so much who would be in them, but who was took my top choice because, uh, you know, things. Everyone's got a different opinion in a lot of these categories, and at the end of the day, all the you know all the award shows are, are opinions, and opinions are subject to change.
0: Yeah, that's true. So we we've set the scene. We've really set the scene about our opinions, where uh, where the Oscars are right now, and. The, some of the past trends and some of the anxieties that we have around it, or certainly me.
2: So I think it's time. I think yeah, it's time to talk we about We can this. dive in.
1: Woohoo! Let's go. There is some
2: excitement in the room. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's palpable. I can feel it in my bone marrow.
2: David, David's ready. I'm ready. I'm semi ready. I'm ready to be a chaos agent. I'm, I'm not I have, ready.
0: I have some pics though. <laughs> I, right? I
1: think. Sorry, I'm sorry. So Let me just get past all my Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey for Best Picture <laughs> fan art. Hang on. Oh, there's 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 45 pages of it. Hang on a sec. Let me just scroll through. Uh, here I'm we go. The campaign office. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm uh yes. This is that is my secret job. I haven't told any of you that, but that's the real reason I came on this podcast. Was the campaign Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Best Picture? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> And you were the
0: agent of chaos. Right? Yeah, we're not being sponsored by Winnie the Pooh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in fact, I would tell you the opposite. Please don't, please don't see it. Please don't give that nonsense any money. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I was thinking, what, what, what are we gonna do? And I think we should go with Best Picture, even though it's counterintuitive to start with a big one. I think that Best Picture is where you set the scene. Let's,
1: let's do it, let's do it. So just for, just for context here, I have a, I've prepared a will be nominated list and a should be nominated list. The should be nominated list oftentimes have, may have films in it that will, in in no circumstances, be nominated. But it's just my own personal picks of things that I've seen that I love. Yeah. But the will be the will be nominated. The ones who I think they will nominate.
0: Yeah, I don't have a should be nominated list for Best Picture, and I actually don't know if I will get one because I want to keep some mystery over my uh, top. T- I mean, mystery, whatever. <laughs> but some you know mystery over. What my uh, top ten films of the year are, but I will throw out some titles that I think are outstanding and should be recognized at this level. Now, I know that we all have different lists, but can we just agree that there are six movies for Best Picture that I think are getting in?
1: What well, can we? Should we read those six out just to make yeah. sure we're all the same? So here are
0: the films that I think will get in: Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Kio's the Far Moon, Barbie, Maestro, The Old Overs.
1: Yeah, I have. Yeah. All, I have all those six as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I can I can keep going. For me Anatomy of Fall is number seven. Yep. Because they've been campaigning and people seem to be really like it. And I just went rogue on eight to th- eight to ten. At eight I have past lives. At nine I've Napoleon. At ten I have Zone of Interest.
1: Very very interesting. I have I have um I think I've got one or two of those. Um, so if I I may as well just read my we can read all our lists and then we'll talk about them so I've got yes Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Killers, uh, Holdovers, Maestro and what was the other one? Killers of the Far Moon? Barbie? Barbie, yeah so so my ten are Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Killers of the Flower Moon, Past Lives, Barbie, The Holdovers, Maestro, American Fiction, The Color Purple and Anatomy of a Fall. Mm -hmm. They are my ten films that I think will, will be nominated for Best Picture.
2: Quite the same, I'm gonna say Oppenheimer, uh, Barbie, Poor Things, Killers, The Zone of Interest, Past Lives, American Fiction, Anatomy of a Fall, Origin. Mm,
1: yes, David name
2: Dildovers. Yeah. Now, I'm just gonna. But, I mean, I have to raise my hand yep. and say, what do you think about the possibility that Spider-Man across the Spider Verse can now. break the you know the record of uh, yeah. an animated like? The dark knight. Yeah, because there is some,
1: like, so maybe the wind is changing. I think this is. It is a fascinating question. I don't. I I don't have it in my will list. I do have it in my should list. I think it's worthy um i just i i just got on a i just don't think they're going to do it yeah. there's a part yeah. of me do, do, doesn't think they're going to do it and i also don't think that, that some of the controversy that came out when the film was released about the working well, conditions behind the making of it true. may have an impact on how people foresee it and whether it's worth that amount of yeah. thing to be nominated at a major award show i think the if you just look if you look at it how i saw it in the cinema just the finished product i think it's worthy of a nomination i think it's outstanding work it's going to walk uh, best animated feature like it it not even not even close sorry sorry elemental sorry chicken run you're you're not getting near it um oh miyazaki's probably the closest but even then i mean if miyazaki's being completely shut out by something then you know that it's kind of in the bag um yeah i think it's an interesting question but i I don't think it gets in
0: no me neither i'm I'm like i'm I'm a full-on no like 95 percent no and it's i have a very Personal relationship to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse—it's one of my favorite movies, not of the, not just of the year of the century.
1: But yeah.
0: Both it's into and across impressive. are, um, but yeah, I mean, it would be great. It's definitely not going to
2: happen.
1: No, I don't, I don't, I don't think it is going to happen.
2: Who here thinks that Oppenheimer is going to win Best Picture? I do. Um, I think that they were will, will go to American Fiction. Because it's you know the classic satirical underdog that like dives in and at the end gets mm, I don't know I haven't seen I have seen it it was in Toronto I think. It, it, yeah it won People's Choice this in, is a very important award yes man. absolutely
1: but obviously it's not been released in the UK yet so I have not seen it either
2: I would like Oppenheimer to win it because I think it's an avant-garde blockbuster yeah. it's a billion of dollars made in with a three hours movies uh, about the atomic bomb. It's it's important for the industry. It's impressive. It's a movie about post truth. Um, I mean, but I think at the end there will be the you know the classic fragmentation that we have seen in the recent years. Even if I think Oppenheimer will break the record of the major nominees going to 15 nominees in total, I think.
1: I mean, Dune Dune 2 not being there anymore will massively help Oppenheimer because a lot of the technical wins that Dune was going to probably walk has now kind of, oh, maybe not walk, but where there may have been some contention, I think has now kind of, now Doom is out the race, I think Oppenheimer will have a field day. I could see Oppenheimer and Barbie between them winning almost every single technical award, with poor, with the exception of Poor Things being a spoiler in a couple, um, but... I M- think
0: Poor Things takes M- Pro- everything Pro- away from Barbie. That's my Really? And yeah. Well,
2: that's nice because it's like the Barbie,
1: verse, Barbie Lantimos <laughs> version. Well, look, here's my... Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the the thing about Barbie is that I think if Barbie was not nominated for Best Picture, there'd be a riot. I think of any film on this list for the for mainstream viewers of the Oscars, I think Barbie not being in there would be the one that would anger people the most, and rightfully so. I mean, Barbie is not in my best Best Picture list for it should. I liked Barbie; I didn't love it, but I I did like it, um, and I do think that as a cultural phenomenon, that it was that it's probably the year's most... possibly one of the year's most important films. Um, and I am so happy that so many people have loved it as much as they have. Didn't quite hit me the same way, but I did enjoy it a lot. And, like I said, although it's not on my list, I I, I, have, I do have it in should for other categories, but not for Best Picture. But I do think that, it's, um, that it is a really good film, and I would be happy to see... I'd be happy to see Barbie win. It's not going to. It's not going to win. But I wouldn't be... Angry or upset if Barbie took the award. I got it. Probably some people probably would be, but those people are called morons.
0: I think Barbie is a remarkable movie. The fact that it's an IP-driven product a project that has handmade filmmaking, some of the scenes on a fucking soundstage.
1: Yeah, I just, I, I just, it, make, it makes me a bit it's slightly sad that that's our benchmark. Is that it's a film where they've had, they've used actual half-decent half sets for a change, and that's kind of our. They're
0: not half decent. They're genuinely great. That's
1: not what I. That's not what I. That's <laughs> yeah. not what I meant. That's not what I meant. They are very. They are fantastic. And I, I do think that. I mean, like I said, I think because I had it as a lock for production design until I saw Poor Things. And then I'm like, oh, Poor Things is, it does look incredible, doesn't it? So. I think it, Barbie and, so currently I think it is going to be Barbie and Paul things fighting for quite a few things. I think Barbie should, if they campaign it correctly, Barbie should get original song, um, very easily. I don't know what song they, I know what song they should put forward, which is I'm Just Ken, but because you can perform that at the Oscars, and with Natu Natu winning last year, you know, you want something really big and entertaining, but I think they might go with the Billie Eilish song, which wouldn't be a bad choice, um... They're, they're certainly not going with Lizzo's anymore, anyway.
0: That's my pick.
1: You really? I, I would
0: have wanted Pink to compete, but Lizzo is a uh, persona non grata <laughs> in Hollywood right now and for good reasons. But I love her music, and Pink has the song from Barbie that I've been listening the most.
1: Yeah, for me, it's I'm just Ken, but I I am an actor and would do very much wish I could do that song live. So.
2: <laughs> well, I th- I was thinking that probably about the tech, you know, go- go- yeah, going back to the technical stuff, probably. The one that won't be win by, by Oppenheimer is uh, Special Effects, I think. Avatar The Way of Water is gonna, I think,
1: win that. Avatar The Way of Water? That one last year. Oh, gosh, <laughs> Really? Yeah, that was last year. Um, oh, God. Best feature am I forgetting something like really big that's come up this year that's going to sweep was visual the, effects the, was it, was it right? I feel like because obviously it was Dunes to win
0: Transformer but. Rise
1: of the <laughs> <laughs> no no sir no sir I mean actually the, the visual effects for that are pretty good You're but, okay, yeah. but um, I feel like it, what am I missing what am I forgetting Guardians 3 that
0: was going to be nominated like, I think something from it's gonna, I mean, it's going to be nominated
1: yeah I mean please don't nominate the Flash I like the Flash no, I like no, I, I actually. the creator the, oh, of course, of course, and if 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 it's if Doom's not there, I think the creator will win because the, the creator the visual effects for the creator are, are extraordinary. I've
2: tuned, tuned <laughs> in to this year now. Huh? I've tuned in to this year like <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm back too. Yeah,
1: so we're gonna talk about how Banshees of Sharing is gonna win yeah. Best Picture.
2: <laughs> how Tarzan win Picture
0: Director of Screenplay and Screenplay and Cate Blanchett. I'm still yeah. on that
1: train.
0: Yeah. No, actually, I wanted Michelle Yoda to mm-hmm. win last year, but Todd Todd Field should have won everything.
1: <laughs> That's my thing. I mean, I'm just looking, kind of looking through my list. I obviously I haven't got just looking at the ones I haven't got that you guys have. I haven't got Zone of Interest. I mean, I didn't like Zone of Interest when I saw it. Um, I'm very sorry. I I thought it was quite shallow, and I I didn't get any an awful lot out of it, which is a shame because it was my most un- anticipated film of the London Film Festival. Um, do I? And I'm not. I think it's gonna go to either and this is this is sounds silly, but I think it is either gonna go to zone of interest or anatomy of a fall.
0: The final spot.
1: And the fight, yeah. yeah. And I think Anatomy of a Fall will play better to more audiences than zone of interest will. So I'm Again, I haven't seen Anatomy of before. It comes out in the UK in the middle of November, I do believe. I've seen trailers for it. I think it looks excellent. I'm really excited to see it. I'm so locked in by the idea, and Sandra Hula looks terrific in it. But I am not... Um, so I think Anatomy of before Fall is more likely to get in, and I think Zone of Interest might suffer. Origin, uh, I haven't gotten anything... Uh, not because I don't think the film will be accomplished. I'm I'm excited to see it. I, I like Ava DuVernay a lot. The reviews, when I read them, when they came out of festivals, I didn't feel the level of passion behind them the, the, that the I.
2: The bad. I've seen it.
1: So have you seen it?
2: Yeah, I've seen it in Venice. I, I think it's bad. It's like a book trailer. Sorry. well there we it's go book, right?
1: there, yeah, there we go that is the uh, that is the advertisement to go and Sorry. see Origin like a book but I, I just I, I I don't think that the kind of the, like I said the level of love that came out of the like, like um American fiction got a lot of love coming out of festivals and that kind of put it on my radar because I before it won people's choice I never heard of it um whereas when i saw the reviews for origin i was like oh i'd like to see that at some point when it comes out because it's another film but it, it didn't give me anything that made me think oh that's best picture i have the color purple i've got no idea i it's been in it's been in contention it's been on people's lists all year uh, on pundits lists all year so i've put it in there until we get the first reviews until we get, and the trailer looked great i'm a huge i'm excited for it because i love musical theater uh, And I'm I'm really excited to see the adaptation of the stage play. But it's just... Until we get reviews, it's the same with the Iron Claw. Until we get reviews, we really don't know. But I'm going to bet for now that it gets in.
0: It could still be the Elvis. It could still get bad reviews and get in.
1: I I can't... I I was obsessed with Elvis when it came out. Absolutely obsessed with it. I saw it three times in cinemas. I... Like learned half the soundtrack as a singer, I. Um, but ironically, we have a um, we have a, a better Elvis film, uh, even again that I that I that uh, I think should be nominated, but absolutely won't.
0: Uh, just to throw in some some chaos, you said American Fiction. Leo said American yep. Fiction. David, you said Oppenheimer. Yep. My pick is the holdovers. You going I for the holdovers. Holdovers. Yeah. Um, I think I hinted it to both of you that I have have thoughts on the holdovers. Is it my favorite movie in this list? No, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was charming. I already talked about it in a previous podcast, but I thought it was charming and a decent time capsule style filmmaking that really brought you into the 70s, not just stylistically, but also in terms of the story that it was telling. It's a very very, old-timey kind of story. And I think that the Boomers will love this. The Boomers in the Academy will adore this. I'm thinking about the f- last two films that won Best Picture, hell, the last three films that won Best Picture, wait no, that was not plan. take that take out, but <laughs> of the last four films that won Best Picture, two of them were very, you know, delightful films centering families and centering family-like dynamic, and obviously The Holder is not about a family, but it is about a found family yeah. th- during Christmas. And I just cannot think of something the Academy will not like more.
1: I mean, I love The Holdovers. I really love The Holdovers. I think it would be a very boring choice to win Best Picture. Just because... And I you know what? You're, you're, the, the reasons that you gave, it's more than likely... It, they're good reasons, and it very well could. I just think for all of the innovation that we're seeing elsewhere, for a film... Because, I mean, when I saw The Holdovers, I, I basically said, you know, it's a better version of Dead Poets Society. But...
0: Well, it's not my opinion, but well, I mean, I, that's a, that's I a very hot take. Yeah, to add there. sorry, yeah, I,
1: I, <laughs> yeah, <very> I, <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't, I don't think Dead Poet Society works without Robin Williams, and I've always, I've kind of, I, I stand by that, but um, I, um, I do think the whole is fantastic, but I mean, I've got it at number six on my list, and it's just, it feels like, it feels so much like a middle of the road. It's as soon as I saw it, I was like, yes, it's going to get in for Best Picture, of course it is, but it's not something that I think was going to inspire people enough to go that over things like Oppenheimer, over things like um, Poor Things and stuff like that. But again it's got universal appeal and that can that can really help.
0: I think once they've changed it from you have to vote for your number one to preferential voting yeah. it became not the movie that you like, that you love the most, the movie that you like the most. Yeah. And I think that Holdovers will be the movie that they like the most. That's very fair. Number. Like, you know, people want, might have Oppenheimer, Poor things, Basinger Taste, Barbie at their number one. But the thing that I think will consistently be a two and three is the Holdovers. And it will have some number ones. The Boomers are gonna love it. I think young people are responding to it. So some of the younger members of the Academy will respond to it. Which movie has the wider range of, like people are not gonna hate the Holdovers. That's my take. Yeah,
1: you're absolutely right. And
0: people are really sleeping on this as a possibility
2: to win Best Picture.
1: I I agree.
2: Maybe, you know, it's one of these movies that gets in the first positions thanks to the voting system. It's like, you know, the balance. Yeah,
1: I mean, I never in a million years would have predicted that Coda was going to win Best Picture. Um, I thought there were so many more, and I liked Coda, liked it a lot. Again, so I said, I sat. here and said the same thing. Not here, but I sat in uh, with you know fellow friends and, and said the same thing. I said there's, there ain't no, there's no way that that's gonna win because it's just there are films that are more interesting, there are films that are more innovative, and then Coda won. So it's the boring choice. We it's were the some, about. yeah, and sometimes the boring, sometimes the boring choice isn't always the worst choice um you know that year don't look up for a one best picture but um <laughs> i actually i didn't i didn't hate it um but um yeah so it's yeah you absolutely could you're absolutely right can, anything else to say okay, well can i can i throw out a couple of my should win yes should, yes, should yes. goes in and now some of these like i said are a bit hitting so so my number one is priscilla um I thought this was this is my favorite film of the year so far. I was really obsessed with it, and more so than I've I've seen in a lot of reviews for it. I thought it was tremendous with two excellent performances. uh Hitman number two, Richard Linklater. I don't think that's necessarily out of the realms of possibility because I do think it's a massive crowd pleaser, and that can help. When's uh, it coming out though? That is a good question, but I think it is in consideration, uh, but I don't know exactly when it's coming out. I only kind of know the the London Film Festival release because I saw it there. Uh, that's a good point actually. Then Oppenheimer, then poor things. Then something that should be in consideration for technicals and won't be, which is John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, yes. um, in my opinion, should win cinematography and yes. it's, it, it's not going to, but it should. One of the best action films of the last decade. There should be a stunts category. There that's should, the, there that's should, what makes the yep. case for it, that film. There should be a stunts category. Then Past Lives, beautiful film. Uh, then across the Spider Verse. Then Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, which is a film that I am desperate to see. Get love. It, I don't think it is going to, but I so hope because it's so so beautiful. Uh, then All of Us Strangers, um, one of again. I know you weren't quite as keen on this one, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, I I very much loved it, and I think uh, Andrew Scott is remarkable, and I think he. I'll get to him later. And finally, just for me, a one that will not get near the the uh, awards, but Dumb Money. Ooh. which i which i absolutely loved when I saw it and i was because i knew how the story started but i didn't know how the story ended and so i spent the entire i said it's the most anxious i felt in the cinema since uncut gems watching people play with you know thousands of pounds at the click of a button i think is just inherently fascinating and i got so into it that i was just like yeah for me that's it, it won't it's not it's not got nearly enough love obviously it's a mainstream film so it's not fully out um i mean i'm seeing people predict air to get in so um again which i wouldn't necessarily hate but i think air is good but not great so you know why not the money <laughs> air is
0: amazing i have a list of possible yep i have a list of what I think rounds out the list, uh, everything that I didn't put, so some of the some of these films you have on your list, I'm yep. actually going to take those out. But these are the possible movies. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Saltburn, Air, All of Us Strangers, May, December, Ferrari, Asteroid City, Rustin, Naiad, Priscilla.
1: Yep, all of those. Um, oh, there was one in that that I, that I... Oh, Ferrari, I thought was really boring. Uh, and I would be a bit disappointed if that got in. I do have it in a... I think it will get a nomination. Uh, I'll get to that later, but um I thought the film was Della's Dishwater um but yeah I think um again I don't see Naiad getting in I think it's just we've seen it seen it been there you know had the t-shirt with films like Naiad a hundred times but wouldn't be out the realms of possibility I don't I think Ruskin's going to get one nomination uh, and I don't think it's going to get anything else but I think that one nomination is a is a very strong one and I can't remember what other ones I haven't talked about
2: what about you know about big titles?
1: Napoleon. Yes, Napoleon. I have that
2: in, mind. I have that in mind Yes,
1: you do. I'm, I'm just you know I'm just trying again to, uh, I, again. Killer. I'm like the the killer's not good I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not I, entering right. But well, the know. killer the killer. I think I don't I think. not the chat. Even 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 for people who l- I haven't seen it yet. It comes out this weekend. I'm so I'm very excited to see it still. But even people who like it have kind of really like it, have kind of said, it's more of the same from Fincher. And I think when you hear, unless it's someone like Scorsese, who is so, you know, so kind of, you know, acclaimed, when even, I know Fincher's acclaimed as well, but if it's just, it's more of the same, it's not getting the amount of, you know, like um, hype or interest, I think, to get into the Oscars conversation, really, at all. But I could be proven wrong. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And Napoleon will have to wait and see until, Napoleon will have to wait and see, I think, until... um, until it opens, until reviews start, hasn't premiered at any festivals, yeah. so it, it's looking like it's gonna go straight to a wide release. It kind it of blows our mind. That's that, when we'll see it. I mean, I think. I mean, the trailers I think have looked brilliant. I don't know. But I
2: it's gonna be I the last duel of this year. Yeah, I don't feel like good vibes. I don't know. I, I, it seems to me that like with Ridley, we are always dealing with good movie, bad movie, good movie, <laughs> bad movie, good movie, bad movie. So I don't know. We'll see. What's the, the question oh, between I, mean, the last duel?
0: And house of gucci which one was the good
2: movie well that's the right answer I,
1: I i think house of gucci I I no of gucci. <laughs> no look I, here's the thing i didn't see last duel i did see house of gucci uh house of gucci is i didn't think the film itself was awful i thought it was mediocre and middling jared leto in house of gucci gives what i think might be the worst performance i've seen in about 15 years no. it is appallingly bad and i and i'm i got so angry at it that like i i began to like take physical offense whenever it got nominated anywhere because the whole performance was screaming so much please give me an oscar that i just i completely i hate him i don't sorry i don't hate him i hate the roles that he takes because he but can't act Jared Leto
0: tends to have that space in the oscar season yeah like that in little things he tends to always just pop up and and people are like, what? Yeah, we get a performance this year. Yeah, game?
1: he pops up. Yeah. He he pops up. Annoy. Oh, he pops up. Annoys me. Doesn't get nominated and disappears. And I think that that is his role in life.
0: I think it's kind yeah, of produces that. an album. Yes,
1: let's move on to best director.
0: Yeah. Again, like best picture, I think there's three things that are happening. Christopher Nolan, Yorgos Lanthimos, Mark Scorsese.
1: Yeah, I've got those three as well. I I hope Chris is gonna win. I mean please i i got get, i got christopher get, nolan to win for director give him an award. and i think even if he doesn't win best picture i still think he's going to take best director because i think christopher nolan's never won an oscar never. and i think this is their best excuse to give him an award and it's it, it just to me screams like this is nolan's this is nolan's year. scorsese's had enough of them uh um, he's, he's got one, one. <laughs> Oh my god, he does as he well. Yeah, oh, he yeah. does. Oh, oh, okay, that changes, I think. But it
2: was already like an, uh, like, uh, an excuse Oscar that, that for yeah. parted. So yeah. I don't think it's gonna be yeah. Great, one.
1: great film, but he's had better.
2: Yeah, it was like. Yeah. Yeah. What Sorry, are you, Who
1: are your other two? Yeah, who are your another,
0: two, My other two are Alexander Payne for the holdovers. Yes. And Jonathan Glazer. Oh. Interest, which is my pick. Yeah. I would like to see Jonathan yeah. Glazer out of these five. Could be. That's what i would. Because yeah. what he's doing is. You love Zone of Interest. That's so my I, favorite. I, it's confusing th- to me
2: that you don't have him as, as your number one. No, number. Uh, you know, The Zone of Interest is my favorite movie of the year. Uh, <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. It's like it would be an ex- it would be like an excuse, a word for for Nolan saying thank you for what you're doing with the for the industry. Yeah, and I think Glazer is. You know, in, a, in another championship, it's like uh, he got an award in Cannes. I, I would, la- you know, I would prefer if they uh awarded him with the uh, Palm D'Or instead of another middle fall. That's my point um and well that's it but if he, if he's gonna win uh, i will be extremely happy yeah. no, i don't think glazer is gonna win but i mean i
1: i don't have glazer maybe it's my bias against the film itself but i've my my it's ironic really because my fifth pick, my fifth pick is greta gerwig but i was playing
0: between glazer and, gerwig. and
1: uh and funny. alexander payne as well from the holdovers but um i think that gerwig I'd like to see Gerwig get in. Like I said, sometimes you don't necessarily have to like adore the film to to want to see it recognised. And I I do think that Gerwig would be a great choice um, to be in there. She's not in my should be nominated. Um, I, I, my winner for best director for should is Greta Lee for *Past Lives*. Me too. And yeah, yeah. Song. Um, why did I put Greta? <laughs> why did I put Greta Lee? She's the actress. Celine Song. My apologies. Um, and then yeah, my my should is Nolan. Uh, Lanthimos is in there as well and then I've got Sophia Coppola for Priscilla and Chad Stahelski for John Wick 4 but I I uh, did no, I did no. love John Wick 4 maybe a bit too much <laughs> but
2: that's actually a very important movie you know for lots of reasons but I don't think the Oscar is so advanced and so it's it's a bit snobbish, you know there is what about the absence of a category for stuntmen it's like this always the same it's yep I mean,
0: just to throw something else out there. I mean, a the fact that animated uh, directing teams are never in consideration. Yeah. Like Joaquin to Santos, Justin K. Thompson, and who's the fr- was the third guy who worked on it? Um, I can't
1: remember. I don't know off the top, wait, top. I don't know off the top. Wait, Ken I Powers him.
0: Ken Powers worked. He was the narrative director. That team should be in consideration for me. The Pato foe which I think has a outside chance of being the big international. Contender of the year yeah. over even zone of interest because I think it has an interna- it has a wide appeal. Yeah, well, it that's is a delightful movie, and I I prefer it to zone of interest. Yeah.
1: Well, that was Fran- that that is Francis' submission, submission over anatomy of a fall. Over anatomy of a fall because
0: yeah. I think it has that ability to get people really really interested in it, and I think. Once people watch it, and I don't have it in any of my categories, but once people once people watch it, I think it will have a chance of popping up above the line, and perhaps even being a best picture player.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: But not not, not just that movie. I, I just want to throw out also Asteroid City as a maybe, not maybe as a thing that I would like to yep. see.
1: Should get should get production design. Uh, won't get production Oops. design. Uh, and I don't because I mean, um, French Dispatch didn't. And that's arguably a more, I'd say, kind of impressive production design than Asteroid City is. I don't think Asteroid City is going to get anything. No, like, I like, uh, yeah, I liked but didn't love Asteroid City. I was, I was very much, I, I had the same thought that I did when I saw French Dispatch with Asteroid City, which was, it's another good film. But like, I think Grand Budapest, I loved so much that I think everything since then has just been, it's kind of more of the same.
0: Asteroid City is my second favorite was Anderson movie.
1: First being.
0: Probably
1: Rushmore. Fair enough. I've, o- I've only seen Grand Budapest, French Dispatch, um, Asteroid City, and Fantastic Mr. Fox, and I have liked all of them to varying degrees, but only Grand Budapest gave me that. Ironically, my second favourite is Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, <laughs> which is obviously a short um uh, well that, could that be is that in contention for short films do we know could this be, year probably, probably. there will be a couple of great ones that then um potentially this year for short because there are some big name directors putting out some shorts i mean they had um, strange way of life from almodovar which i thought was rubbish but um it's almodovar so <laughs> you never know i my number ones i yeah. don't
0: not the short, yeah. I love him. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> I haven't even I have, seen Strange Way of Life. Yeah, me but, too, and I have your horses, you guys looked at me like you no, wanted sorry, to kill sorry. me. No, sorry, sorry. No, 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 I was I, just con- I was just a bit
1: confused. I,
0: I <laughs> haven't seen I,
2: And I haven't seen, you know, Astro
1: City yeah. yet. Anything else for director?
0: Oh, yeah, I just have some possible. Justin yes. Trier for Anatomy of Fall. Yeah, I had that. Bradley Cooper for Maestro, and Corey Jefferson for American Fiction. Maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah, all definitely, maybe. Particularly, I think, um, Cooper. I think Cooper could definitely get in, um, but I think Cooper is more likely as an actor than he is as a director. Justine Trier, I, I was um, on the fence between uh, Trier and Gerwig, but I thought Gerwig would, I, I kind of thought, sometimes I think the Academy slightly bowed to pressure a little bit, and I feel like if they didn't nominate Gerwig, then again, people might get very upset. And
0: I liked that you said that. I think we can have a little parenthesis to talk about the fact that there is only usually one slot for a female director. And that's ridiculous.
1: Sadly, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, like I said, I haven't got um, Alexander Payne, or I, I haven't got Martin Scorsese on my should, which I just realised. Um, but it's just, I mean, I, I very much enjoyed Killers of Flower Moon, but I think it's a flawed film, and um, with the standard is just so high this year, but he is definitely getting nominated. But, yeah, I mean it is only, sadly, one spot for for women, and I mean, Celine's Song should be as well, but it's...
2: But, but, but could be, I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, here's
0: the thing. Killers of the Flower Moon is not one of my top 10 movies of the year. But Martin Scorsese is one of my top 5 directors of the year. Yeah. I I I, den- I, I was ast- I was astounded. I saw it at the BFI AMAX this weekend and I think it's an impressive achievement. Yeah. The fact that he was able to do it and yeah. it's everything, every single image, every single cut seeps into se- I am still thinking about it. It, it seeped. It's all Stayed in my mind and and it it created a memorable film going experience and I think it's after Wolf of Wall Street in my opinion the greatest film he's made in the 21st century.
1: Well, I mean, I'm a little bit averse to Wolf of Wall Street. Only slightly morally, I think I'm slightly averse to Wolf of Wall Street because I my thing with Wolf of Wall Street was always that I didn't think it was as good a satire as things. I felt like it it tipped into glorification and that made me a little bit uncomfortable. But I do think that, I mean, I, I still think, like, um, Shutter Island is probably my the best thing I think he's made in a long, long time, uh, Scorsese. But, um, I mean, it's it's terrific work. And, like I said, it's not going to be the case if he gets as nom- when he gets nominated. I'm not going to be like, oh, he, he got in because someone else didn't. It's just incredible work. It's just so many incredible works this year. It's always difficult to pick, so you've got to be kind of a little bit more, you know, biased and personal sometimes.
0: Shout out to Hugo. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean I haven't seen Hugo so.
0: I, r- I really love Hugo. Okay,
2: sorry. <laughs> uh, any takes
0: on uh, best director,
1: Leo?
2: Um I don't know. I'm thinking about I'm really thinking about Nolan, you know. It's don't know. Uh don't know actually. No, no no takes. It just bit I'm, I'm I can see already my melancholy Seeing that he won't be like awarded, but I uh, yeah, I I think that Christopher Nolan will win Best Director.
1: Yeah, I think I think he will as well. I I
0: don't think Oppenheimer will win Best Picture, but I think in the same way that Jane Campion was rewarded for The Power of the Dog, I think that Oppenheimer will be rewarded um, in Best Director, even if it doesn't get that recognition in Best Picture.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree with that.
2: Hope
0: so. I think (laughs) it's more likely to happen, weirdly, Uh, because it's. He's gonna come back because he's produced Oppenheimer as well. Right? Yeah, yeah. So he's gonna win either Best Picture or Best picture, or both. But I think it's gonna be he's gonna win an Oscar this year. That's <laughs> just all I'm gonna say. He's gonna win an Oscar. I, think. It, 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 I don't I, think I, Oscar. I, is you know, win I thought Best the
2: picture. same thing with uh, Tarantino and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and uh, at the end, uh, I, I, I was disappointed. So I'm not like. But you
0: are grasping you were grasping your straws for that one. He was. Like, Once Over Time in Hollywood was competing against things that were so much bigger that year. Like, 1917 was a juggernaut. Yeah, but
2: anything, I, I think, think, for example, I think 1917 is a really bad movie. You know?
1: i will disagree on that one. Either. I, I love it
2: either, but I don't think it's actively bad. Yeah, I mean, I have an ontology take on that, so I probably, am um, like... Where you Are you going to throw up a sound or something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's, like, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'll shut up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Actress. Best Actress.
1: Best Actress. Okay. Um,
0: Here, I think there's a... To me, I have a solid five.
1: I have a solid five as well. Who have you got?
0: Uh, Emma Stone, For Poor Things, Lee Glastone, Kills Farmoon, Carrie Mulligan, Maestro. I'm pretty sure Lee glassnell was the pick that you thought was going to win supporting Actress, right? And yeah. Yes. And then Sandra Hewler, Anatomy Will Fall.
2: Margot Robbie and Barbie.
1: I have the same five. Slightly different order, but I have the same five. I
2: have Sandra Huller, uh, Lily Gladstone, Emma Stone, Margot Robbie, and that's it, I think. Right? That's four. That's four. Yeah. Uh, Well, probably, I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna surprise you, Natalie Portman.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Portman was on my list for it, was on my should list for a time.
2: Same. She's on my should list,
1: absolutely. Yeah, she's terrific. I mean, I just... I think Carrie Mulligan is... I, I was saying, yeah. Yeah, I think Carrie Mulligan is extraordinary in my str- I think she's better than Bradley Cooper. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that um, she absolutely deserves to. Um, Emma Stone, I think, is, again terrific uh, I haven't got Sandra Hula on my should list purely because I haven't seen it yet so I can't I can't say uh, Margo is great I mean my my should list because this is basically very similar I haven't got Lily Gladstone on my should list because I have her somewhere else because she is not a lead actress in Killers of the Flower Moon uh, my should list is Emma Stone Kerry Mulligan Margot Robbie Greta Lee finally got the right name this time for past lives and Kaylee Spaney for Priscilla that is my that is my should five, um. All but the, the 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 will five. There's not bad performance in that list anywhere. So uh well, I'm I'm assuming Sandra Hula's not going to surprise me with a bad performance because she never normally does. Um and yeah, I think but I think Emma Stone's going to win. And yeah.
0: and I, even though Poor Things is nowhere near my top ten or frankly yeah. even twenty of the year, I I would give it to Emma Stone. I would give the Oscar to Emma Stone.
1: She's fantastic uh, and she makes you know she steals the film as i think does margot robbie and barbie i think she's i think she's being slept on slightly is margot um in kind of punditry as, as soon as other films have come cause she was right at the top when barbie came out and she's kind of slipped and slipped and slipped and slipped i think it would be an in- i i i've seen it, people not nominate her if, I should say this, if Ryan Gosling is nominated and Margot Robbie isn't, as much as Ryan Gosling I think is wonderful in Barbie, if that does not come with a, a nomination for Margot, I think that does look quite bad. It
0: does.
1: Um, and I think Margot absolutely should be nominated, because she is excellent. It's a
0: challenging performance, right? She, she balances everything. Yep. Right? The childlike wonder of the toy, being a toy, yeah, I mean a doll, I guess. And, but also the the awakening, the emotional awakening of being in the real world, and uh, the fact that she has a hundred different things to do with that performance. And in a sense, you know, Emma Stone also has to do that, but in a much more progressive way. I think her performance changes quite drastically from the start yes. to the end of the film, and I think that Marco Robbie does so in a way that is much more subtle throughout yeah. the movie. Like, she changes up and down from yeah. scene to scene. She's d- asked to do what Emma Stone has to do in, you know, drastically different parts of the movie in just one scene yeah
1: Oscars don't always do subtlety though do they so <laughs> which is why I don't think they'll appreciate
0: Margot Robbie's performance enough to re- reward
1: it yeah I I think again if it was you know I on my should list I've got Emma Stone 1 Kerry Mulligan 2 Margot Robbie 3 um, and yeah I just, I can't see Emma Stone being beat I watched the performance and I thought to myself that is an Oscar winning performance and I I'd be very surprised if anything beats it out. Even even Lily, who as good as she is, I think again it 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 raises the conversation again of if you put somebody in the right category where they should be.
2: Why do you say it's not a leading actress?
1: Because she's not the lead actress. She's barely in the film. Like can compared to like the lead actor of. I mean, she is the leading actress in the sense she's the biggest name actress. She is the 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 largest presence of actress in the film. But like. I think Robert De Niro is more of a lead character in the film than Lily Gladstone is. She, in, and not in terms of narrative importance, just the 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 framing. If anything, I one of my complaints with Killers of the Flower Moon was I would have liked to have seen more from Lily Gladstone's um, uh, perspective, time. more screen time from her. And but when I watched the film, I was like, okay, the lead of this film is Leonardo DiCaprio, um, and I like I th- I think that Lily Gladstone is a supporting actress to. DiCaprio, maybe she even she shouldn't be if if we want to criticize it in that way but she but you know she she is if, from screen time perspective she is the supporting actress in the film and i think that putting her like I said had she had gone in supporting actress she would have walked it not not necessarily even in terms of talent but everyone was so ready to give her that award and now it's just like, I just, I don't see Emma Stone being beaten for it. Maybe
2: there is also a different, like, take on what, you know, the role is about, how like, performed. Because the performance of Gladstone is so much subtle. Yep. And uh, instead, the Stone one is, like, she's so distorted and poetic at the same time, but it's, like, so much, it's... it's like heightened on expression, so it. They're two different things. Probably Stone will win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lee Gladstone. I just realized they have Stone in their name both of them. That's
0: right. Ah, yeah. Lily Le- <laughs> Le- is the Michelle Williams of last year.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's slightly less egregious than Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams wasn't in. in nobody could watch that film and think Michelle Williams is the lead of is the, is a leading role in uh, the ones. But and again, probably would have very done pretty well to if not walk it come close you know jamie lee curtis won that year let's remember i think
0: that jamie lee curtis would have won over michelle
1: williams i'm not convinced but but it i mean it would have been a more close race because as soon as kind of because michelle williams kind of just got lost in the lead actress race i hope it doesn't happen for gladstone because i'd love to see gladstone get her due she's such a great actress she won't be
0: lost
1: she won't be lost she's a long ton i mean to win
0: yeah i mean Michelle Williams wasn't even a lock for a nomination. I was shocked that she won. Yeah. she got the nomination when she did. I have two more people. Yep. That we haven't talked about at all. Uh, Fantasia Barina for a *Color Purple*. Yep. She's a possibility. Yeah,
1: and it's, it's very difficult with actors, particularly. I Actually, I, I haven't playing. seen it. I haven't even seen a trailer for *Color Purple*. I've stayed away from trailers, so I don't know. I didn't really know who. And I I don't know a lot of the actors very well to know who they are, who they're. But I don't even know who they're playing. So it, I kind of, I strayed away, I did put some Colour Purple people in supporting and then I, I got rid of them because I was like, well I don't, I don't have a clue who you, you know, who they're playing. So it's, it's very difficult.
0: The second person is Annette Benning and Nayad.
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta
0: have the possible nominee, everyone does not want to get nominated.
1: <laughs> I mean, until I see the film, I think it comes out, it's in cinemas now, but I'm, I'm waiting for Netflix because I'm not paying for it. Uh, I'm not that interested to pay for it. It comes out November the 3rd to Netflix. So I will see it when it comes out on November the 3rd. And um, I'm sure she's very good. I don't necessarily think when I look at that five that I'm like, oh, yes, Annette Benning's definitely going to definitely gonna crack that mold.
0: Man, I think that 20th Century Women was the chance. 20th Century <laughs> Woman was the moment. Yeah. That was the performance. Yeah. That was one of the signature performances of her career. And late in her career enough to be a career Oscar, and we did not do it.
1: Nope, we didn't.
0: Uh, let's move on to actor.
1: Let's move on to leading actor. Yeah, Fascinated by this, um, yeah, do do this. I've had I've had this five locked in for months and it just hasn't changed. Even before I saw the films, still had the same five, and they haven't gone anywhere. Um, sorry, they I probably remember. have
0: the same five,
1: but please. So my five that will be not there, not the ones that I think should be, but I think I will be nominated: Killian Murphy, Colman Domingo, Paul Giamani. Leonardo DiCaprio, Bradley Cooper.
2: Same. I'm gonna say Bradley Cooper, Leonardo DiCaprio, Coleman Domingo, even if I... Uh, I don't know what resting in, but I have seen that some talk about it. Uh, Killian and Jeffrey Wright.
1: Yep, Jeffrey Wright is so a... At- who did you take out? Uh, uh, it was Paul Giamatti. is
2: yeah, out for me. Okay. I haven't seen the
0: Number one for me?
1: Paul I think that if the holdover <laughs> wins best picture, yeah, that's
0: I think that's, yeah I,
1: that's I, yeah, I think that's kind of where the thing comes in. You've got Holdover's for the best picture, and so you've also got that. I've got Oppenheimer for best picture, I've got Killian Murphy to win. Um, I think he will win, and I think he should win because I think the performance I compared it when I reviewed the film to Daniel Day Lewis, that's what he reminded me of in the film. Because the thing with Killian Murphy is he can give you a blank stare into camera, hey, and Lincoln. In, in in anything in anything there will be blood as well but like he can stare directly into the camera can uh, Murphy with a fairly blank stare and give you six different emotions through his eyes i think it, it's a, an incredible performance and but i haven't seen rustin and reports coming out of rustin are domingo is strong uh, i saw the trailer and even from watching the trailer i was like oh yeah this is this this could be a spoiler to uh, to killian
0: yeah. Uh, my pick is obviously Joaquin Phoenix in
1: Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I just very quickly go through my shuds just while I'm here, because I do have a Joaquin Phoenix performance in my shuds. It's a great one. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's not it's not Napoleon because I haven't seen it yet. But I have got Killian Murphy in Oppenheimer, Joaquin Phoenix in Bo is Afraid, Andrew Scott in All of the Strangers, Glenn Powell in Hitman, and Bradley Cooper for Maestro. Um,
2: Glenn Powell. Maybe. Glenn Powell.
0: Maybe. He's, yeah, he's, man,
1: he's so, so good. He's so it's good. So he's not going to be nominated because I don't think that vibe is changing. But he's so good. I think. I think if Bo is afraid, because Bo is afraid, has got completely lost because it's mad. And I still don't know if I love Bo is afraid or I hate Bo is afraid. And I, I, it changes whenever I think about I it. Really liked oh,
0: yeah, it. Man, I really
1: like. I Really, really like it. But oh, but the one thing that I think is that most people will agree on is that Waking Phoenix is extraordinary in it. And the fact that he's got two before it's very rare you get two performances in a year from Joaquin, because he's a—he's someone who doesn't work particularly often uh, compared to some other actors. But, you know, it's two, I imagine it's gonna be two powerhouse performances. I think Napoleon's the much more likely one to get nominated if that—if he if he comes out strong, but I just wanted to give some love to of Afraid, because I think he's great in that.
0: Just to, to shout out some more names that I would like to see in there. Franz, rog- Franz Rogowski for Passages. Yeah.
1: I have I have not yet seen passages and I I, I in, sh- in my shame I have not yet seen passages Until
0: you in past lives. Yes. Yeah. And that's yeah. another performance that I think is remarkable. I actually want to th- I also want to shout out uh Christian Friedel who oh, plays yeah. Real course, in so, Zone of Interest. He's never going to get nominated and I don't really think it's one of my five favorite performances of the year,
2: but I don't think enough reviews have talked about how strong he is in that. Yeah, movie. yeah you know, it's not a m- actor driven movie, so it seems. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's but a strong st- performance. <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's distant, but it's a strong one. Yeah.
1: I'll see the film again. <laughs> I, I, I may, maybe on a second viewing with the with the expectations. Where when I know what the film is, I can try and work. it. Because I spent most of the f- the film going. This is not what I wanted it to be. It's not what I expected it to be, and I just don't like it. Maybe on second viewing. Now, when I go in knowing what zone of interest is, I can begin to unpack what Glazer's trying to do. Because it just very little of it worked for me, and I was devastated that very little of it worked for me. All
0: right, I think we can close up. On... The stacker, actually, last thing I want to say is I don't think there's a front runner.
1: No. Yeah. I yeah, think. In
2: fact, I don't know who will win. I don't I, I don't
1: think I I was gonna say I don't think Cooper will win, but I can't even hold that out because they love a biopic performance with some nice makeup. And DiCaprio could very easily win. Giovanni could win. Domingo Murphy, yeah. There's only
0: one person I actually don't think Leonardo DiCaprio
1: will win. Yeah. I, I mean, DiCaprio. So. Dica- the problem with DiCaprio is when he, when you give as many good performances as he has. They all kind of—not say they all feel the same, but no, they don't. None of them feel like they're especially worthy of, of of awards because they're all that good. And it's the problem a lot of fantastic actors find themselves in. Joaquin was the same, where every performance was so good, you, you, there was there wasn't one that stood out leagues above the rest of them. At the same
2: time, I don't know, like Daniel Day always you got yeah, but yeah the difference but with he is in the great one of the greatest actors of all time The thing
1: with yeah the thing with day lewis as well was that day lewis was so transformative that every role he played was a completely different person dicaprio it always is a leonardo dicaprio performance daniel day lewis like you know if you watch day lewis is lincoln you watch him as yeah, yeah, in there yeah. will be blood and you watch him in phantom thread yeah, you're appears. you're staring into three different people's eyes can and I just
0: say we could have spared Lincoln. We could have spared that that Oscar. I think. Well, I mean, I love, amazing. I love Lincoln, but and I, no, think,
1: I, I think he's terrific who, in it. Who the hell
0: got nominated that year? I tell you, I, well, well, well Can I
1: tell you who wasn't nominated that year? Joaquin Phoenix in The Master. That's right. That and that he should have won because uh, it's the greatest performance I've ever seen.
0: That's right. I mean, no, but uh, no, I don't the, agree with that. But
1: it, I, 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 I think Joaquin in The Master is the best performance ever given. Oh no, actually, oh, he was second- nominated. Was he? Yeah.
0: Then yeah, that's my should win. Because, Jesus, this list is hideous. Bradley Wait. Cooper for Silver Linings Playbook. Oh gosh. A movie that I think I find charming and I think he's good in it, but I would not give him an Oscar for. Hugh Jackman in The Miserable. I know you, I think you like it. No, I don't. Okay. I
1: love, My favorite musical, but I don't like the film.
0: Okay, Lim Mizz is, that version of The Mizz is hideous. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix and the Master and Denzel Washington yeah, yeah. for yeah. Flight. For Flight? He was quite good in Flight
1: was the Oscar nomination worthy for flight
0: no so the only like the only two that i would have nominated for an oscar obviously daniel Lewis, because anything he does yeah. is oscar worthy and phoenix and and phoenix and i would have given it to phoenix for the master so we wouldn't have gone through hmm. what we went through in 2019
1: <laughs> oh oh don't 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 start that with me son i i i, I gave i gave joker and all the praises in the world when that came out.
0: But let's close up with Best Actor. The other options, just to throw them out there, Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. Yes. And, I mean, you, you mentioned Andrew Scott for All of the Strangers. Terrific performance. Blackman um, Phoenix for Napoleon and Kingsley Benadir for Bob Marley One-Lug.
1: I forgot that was coming out.
0: Yeah, this is this year's uh, Whitney Houston...
1: Well, the Whitney Houston film was dreadful, so it can't be any worse Let's hope it's this year's well i can say this is elvis but everybody hated elvis aside from me so um i was to say it's let's hope it's not the Whitney Houston film because that is rubbish
0: all right let's move on to supporting actress
1: supporting actress i have
0: the holdovers winning here as well but because uh, i don't know who else is going
1: to as do so. i i i also have divine joy randolph to win this
0: divine Joel Randolph. i love her emily blunt for Oppenheimer, who's under a bit of fire this week uh,
1: now now here's my hot take I don't think Emily Blunt gets nominated for all wow, No, really. Wow. And, I, and it, it's nothing against Emily Blunt. I just get this weird feeling that they're not going to nominate her. And I, I can't really explain my reasons why. You know not you just get that feeling, you watch a performance and just think, this is really good. I just don't think. I think it'll be that one that everyone will go, where's Emily Blunt? And I think it's because there was, again, criticism that she wasn't in the film enough. Um, she had some great scenes towards the end. She's terrific. She's probably worthy of a nomination. Um, but I, I mean, I don't have her on will or should, but she, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd love to see her get nominated. I just think Killian's gonna hog the spotlight with that one.
0: She is a top three movie, and she has the Oscar scene where she yells at the people in the fake trial. So I think, I think she's safe.
1: I, I may, I may have just gone for a controversial take for the sake of one, because most of my options are quite boring. You so what's interesting? Hollywood Reporter puts
2: as best supporting actress Lily, Gle- Lily Gladstone, Sandra Haller. For Son sort of Interest? Yeah. Wow. And uh Rosamond Pike? Saltburn? Yeah. That's a should be nominated.
1: She's Do very funny, more? but I wouldn't put in I wouldn't put her as an award. Really? She's amazing. She's very Salt-Burn. she's very good, but I, there are performances in Saltburn I prefer to uh to hers. But she's she is excellent, don't get me wrong, it's the, that's nothing against her performance, it's just I think Barry Keoghan is so good in that film that I i think that's kind of where my and um, but we didn't even mention him for lead actor so yeah,
2: yeah it was interesting like why gladstone on supporting it was it, yeah it, you
1: were so, yeah so i've my so my five that will uh I've I've allowed myself to be a little bit because I think this is probably the weakest category of the four acting categories. Yes. So I've kind of let myself be a little bit freer. So I've gone with Divine Joy Randall from the Holdovers, Julianne Moore in May December. I don't know if she's lead or supporting. She's supporting. But I think she's supporting. Uh America Ferrara in Barbie. I have her
0: too.
1: Uh, I wouldn't nominate. I think she's better in Dumb Money, to be honest, but um I but she's going to be, I think. Penelope Cruz in Ferrari and Viola Davis in Air. They're my five. The, the five that I think should be nominated. <laughs> Here we go. Divine Jo Randall for The Holdovers. Lily Gladstone for Killers of the Flower Moon. Because she's not a lead actress in Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> Julianne Moore in May, December. Rachel McAdams in I, They, Got It's Me, Margaret. Yes. And this is just for me because I don't think horror gets enough. Any any love of the Oscars? I've gone with Alyssa Sutherland from Evil Dead Rise, the person who gets the the mother that gets possessed. Because I think as a that is one of the best possession acted possession characters that I've seen in a long time. And I think she she is what carries that film to be anything worth watching.
0: It's an eye-catching physical yeah. performance, it's, it's uh,
1: it, it, challenging to it, yeah Ain't no, I, she ain't getting nominated for anything, but I wanted to put her in there because I wanted to show her some love because I've i had her in there since I saw the film because so I thought it was a fantastic performance.
0: Yeah. Um. For me, you know, divine Joe Randolph, Emily Blunt, Taraji P. Henson, Color Purple, Jodie Foster and Nyad, I think if it's someone from Niad gets nominated, it's Jodie, Fo- Jodie Foster, and then America Ferreira for Barbie. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything different
2: actually not very different Emily Blunt, America Ferreira Julian Moore uh joy Randolph, Yeah. and uh, probably well I I don't know I, I I don't know I'm I put Cara Jade Myers because I consider but from from from, Killers. from, from Killers. yes but the uh, I, yes 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 of course
1: couldn't remember could be but I, I yeah I could see ask myself it would it would, it would be a deserved nomination. She's very very good. I think that, but I think if you're going to give three acting nominations, which I think we can agree they probably will, I can't see them going for four. Is um, yeah, she the one who plays Anna? I think so. Yeah. I think. I think. I think a of the section. Yeah, board, like, she does. Five, ten minutes. She does. She's great. She,
0: she's great. I don't. I don't know if she, I've, maybe maybe could be, but yeah. I don't know. I I, don't, I was kind of come up with some. Um, phony uh, objection, but I actually don't really have one because I love her in that movie <laughs> uh, I just don't know if she's in it enough for for me to think that, you know, I'd put her in my vibe Yeah uh, But, you know, uh, you have mentioned what I think like, For me, Rachel McAdams is everything I was watching um, Morning Glory today Which is a really charming comedy with, uh, yeah, with Rachel McAdams and Harrison Ford, Diane Keaton and it's just so delightful. I don't know why I'm talking about the movie that I, she's not even <laughs> in contention for, but I just want to say like, my original McAdams has dedicated a lot of her career to making films like these that are delightful. This is a film that gives her more shade and, and more to play with. There's a lot of history to her character and then the relationship that she has with her parents.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, is,
0: you know, very fractured because of religion. There, there's a lot that she's playing with. There's that scene Every scene that she has with her daughter is amazing, but there's that scene where she basically talks about that she gives her the context of her family, and yeah. it's very moving how she yeah. talks to her daughter. I
1: just, I wish, and she's not going to, she's not in my will either, but or should, I should say, but Abby Ryder, Fortson, the young girl from, oh, they Got you me, Margaret. It, for me, is the, like, because Roman Griffin Davis got a lot of love of the Globes uh, when he did Jojo Rabbit. I'm hoping she might get a Globes nomination, Um Possibly in lead actress, uh, maybe musical comedy, yeah. um, because I think she's so good, and I, I, they're a lot more likely to dominate child performances than the Oscars would be. But I mean, I'd love to see McAdams. I think Kathy Bates is really good as well, but she doesn't need one. But she doesn't need a nomination, nor does, the, nor does uh, Safdie. But um, McAdams and Fortson, and I'd love to see get some love somewhere in the uh, award season. Yep.
0: Here are some other some other names: Danielle Brooks, also for Colour Purple*. Who knows? We mentioned this, but I'll say it again: Sandra Hewler for the Zone of Interest. Yep. Rosamund Pike for Saltburn. Very good. And Vanessa Kirby for Napoleon. I'm just putting Napoleon out there. I'm saying yeah. guys, yeah. Ridley exists. exists. He's got a pulse. Yeah.
1: I, I, I. Yeah, it's too soon. Yeah, don't, don't, don't. Hey, I think Kirby's more likely to be nominated than Phoenix is, because I think the, I think th- this is an easier category to get people into than the rock solid. Um, lead actor um lead actor category right now yeah. best
0: supporting actor
1: best supporting actor Leo
2: do you want to start this time yeah of course
1: uh well I'll, yeah i've signed
2: william defoe from portraits number 1 no it's like uh, there is no yeah yeah but i think well i think ryan gosling is going to win same so that's same here. you know uh and then if i have to yeah like in with preferences No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Robert Downey Jr. is going to win. I don't know. So... Just give us your name. Yeah. (laughs) Ryan (laughs) Ryan Gosling, Robert Downey Jr., Robert De Niro, William Defoe, and... I was going to say Mark Ruffalo, but it it would be two poor things in the same category and that's probably too much. So I think we can... Well, I will say... Sterling K. Brown from American Fiction, because I had to build up with the possibility that American
1: Fiction well, I yeah, I did have a Poor Things actor, but I went for Mark Ruffalo and I didn't put Willem Dafoe. Um, I just watching Poor Things, I this might have just been a personal thing. I just thought Ruffalo was better. I I thought Willem Dafoe was very good. Don't get me wrong, he suits his role perfectly, but to me that wasn't an awards performance where I thought Ruffalo was. I thought Ruffalo was hysterically funny. Um, my supporting actors, Gosling, Downey, De Niro, Ruffalo and Charles Melton from May December wow. is my fifth. Uh, That's probably
0: my, close to being my should win. Yep. Charles Melton. Excellent. Uh, I forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So here's the stat. I mean, I, 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 we have to talk about stats sometimes, but supporting actor, we, like, you mentioned uh, something about double nominations. Yeah. Since 2018, With the exception of 20... No, wait. Since 2017, with the exception of 2018, there's always been a double nomination supporting actor. In (laughs) 2017, two actors from uh, Three Billboards were nominated. In 2019, Mm -hmm. The Irishman. In 2020, Juice and Black Messiah. I can't believe I remember all of these. (laughs) In 2021... Power of the Dog. Power of the Dog. In 2022, it was Banshee's Men's Sharon it's been... Yes, yes many, ...many, many years, so for some reason, if it's a big, if it's top three contender, and this year there's two, Kills of the Far Moon and Poor Things, and even, no, there's three, Oppenheimer also, these three films have a potential to continue the streak of the double nomination. They, yeah.
1: they, they absolutely could. I think, I don't think that, uh, if both Poor Things, I don't think anyone from Poor Things is going to win it. Uh, I think it is going to be between Gosling, Downey, and De Niro. Um, I mean, I've got De Niro. I I think De Niro should win because I I was completely bowled over by De Niro's performance. But I, I other people not every. I think everyone has enjoyed De Niro in the film, but I loved him especially. Um, Ryan Gosling is absolutely hysterically funny in Barbie, and i lo- I think it would be the it would be a feel good win, especially given a lot of the other kind of you know, um, it would be kind of a, a comedy, kind, not a comedy thing to give it to him but he'd make a very funny expe- acceptance Loping speech.
2: Globbing would call it a comedy. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, and Robert Downey Jr. is excellent. I don't when I saw the film I was surprised that it was getting a win energy from Downey Jr. I thought he was terrific in the film, excellent the film. But I was just surprised that it was, everyone was like going, oh, this is a winning supporting performance. For me, it was just a very good uh, Downey Jr. performance. Uh, just very quickly, just to throw in the two others in should, because I've got De Niro Gosling and Downey Jr. The other two in should is Jacob Elordi from Priscilla and uh, Tom Hardy from the Bike Riders, wow. because I I loved him in the Bike Riders more than Butler, more than Coma, more than anyone. Tom Hardy was the person that stood out to me, so I put him in five. Certainly won't get nominated, but he's in my five
0: there are two people i want to mention john Magaro in past lives is my should win of the year uh, it's the kind of performance that i really respond to past lives is up there for me yep i don't want to reveal where it's going to be but it's really 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 up there and i want to talk about 1001 the performance by william catlett is unbelievable he's actually my people he's actually the best performance in a movie though tiana taylor would also be in my five for best actress. Yeah. Uh, she's in a thousand one. I didn't I forgot yeah. to mention her
1: before. Yeah. AV Rockwell. I haven't I haven't got around to seeing it yet. Um but I, it's um one that is on my like watch this before the award season starts because I've heard <laughs> fantastic things on my ever increasing list.
0: Let me tell you this is not going to get an inch close to the Oscars.
1: Oh no not so much the Oscars but I think it'll get love in some of the more in some of the smaller awards and That'll be nice to see.
0: You're right, you're right. I think it got some love at the Gotham, right? Yes, yes, did get some nominations. Tiana Taylor for sure. I think it got feature as well. It should have gotten supporting performance, but you know, sometimes I think that when there's a strong lead performance, then the supporting performances don't really get noticed sometimes, and that can get frustrating. Uh, any? Well, actually, I I do have the consensus for in supporting actors. So you know, Gosling. Tommy Jr. Ruffalo. I mean, I have R- I have Ruffalo over Defoe. Yeah, I would go for Defoe. I actually did not like Mark Ruffalo in things, uh, Robert De Niro, and I have Dominic Sessa for the holdovers. I have to be consistent. I have to be yes. consistent. Great, per- great
1: performance. Great performance. I just I don't know if he's I'm not say he's a big enough name, but I think when you've got Giamani there and Divine J Randolph, I. I just think he could. He, I, I just got the vibe he could get lost, which would be a shame because he is terrific in the film. They do
0: tend to nominate the kid. When they love the movie, they do tend to nominate the kid. They nominated. What's her name? Uh, the child performer in. I love her so much because she's in Scream Queens as well. Uh, the child performer in Little Miss Sunshine.
1: Oh, uh, um, I, I can picture a face, but I can't tell you her Abigail name. Abigail Breslin.
0: Abigail Breslin.
1: They nominated oh, yeah. her,
0: they nominated Lucas oh, Hedges for Manchester United. Oh, yeah,
1: although they didn't nominate uh, Wash His Face from the Fablemans Oh, yeah, last they didn't year. nominate the kid. Yeah. Um, So it's kind of, sometimes exactly. they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah, didn't nominate Joe uh, guy from JoJo, but yeah, uh, didn't. Yes, he did. No, he not in, maybe not in that year, <laughs> but I do think he deserved awards and, love because I. Oh
0: and fight. Dolomite is my name, and well, actually, I don't know how much I can swear. So I'm <laughs> not gonna keep going. But Dolomite is my name, and I, I love Dolomite. Dolomite is my name, and Emmy, Emmy, <laughs> and um, and it should have gotten a lot more consideration. Eddie Murphy should have won an Oscar that year. Boom. That's. I'm going to leave you with that. <laughs> uh, but uh, d- uh, sometimes they nominate the kid. That's that's all I have to say. And I think that this year yeah. they will dom- they will nominate the kid. Fair enough. Uh, other should we go to other uh, possible nominees? Because we're, you know, we're we've been recording for a while. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so Charles Melton for May December, Colin Domingo also for The Color Purple, John Magaro for um, Past Lives, Terry K. Brown, American Fiction, Glenn Howerton for. Uh, for Such
1: yeah. a good performance, that by the way. Yeah,
0: Matt Damon for Oppenheimer and Jesse Plemons for Killers of the Flower
1: Moon. I think you could. I think you. Yeah. I. Th- I think there could be. Because I mean, I don't think um, Damon's going to get in for Air or get anything for Air. He could for Oppenheimer. I don't think he needs to, but he. Could, he definitely could.
0: He's great in
1: Oppenheimer. He's great in Oppenheimer, but again, I think there are people who I'm more interested in in that film than like I'm more interested in the in like the interrogators than I probably was with Damon. Uh, but Damon's great.
0: Okay, uh, we we're, we we're, well, got two more. Wait, you want to say something? No,
1: no, yeah. I was well, we got a screenplay. Yes, yeah, original adapted. Oh crikey, uh, what are we starting with? Original. Let's start with original. Okay, so Barbie is apparently going original script.
0: I don't think they will allow
1: it. I, I mean, I've gone on the assumption that Barbie is going to be an original because that's what they want to campaign. Uh, the five I've got for Best Original Screenplay are The Holdovers, Barbie, Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fall, and Maestro. Okay. They are my five for Original okay. Screenplay.
0: Um, for me it's the same except I have May-December uh Sammy Birch getting recognised over um, Bradley Cooper wrote that screenplay, right? I think so. Over Bradley Cooper and Maestro. Yeah,
1: that's fair enough. And to be honest with you, I'd forgotten about May-December in that one and May-December. Actually, oh no I haven't because I put May-December in should. So. Yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, I just, I don't know, Maestro just screams, give me an Oscar, so.
0: And the Holdover's winning. Yes, right Holdover's thing.
1: winning. Holdover's winning. Uh, sorry, go on. No, no,
2: I'm going to say, yeah, for me, well, my front, front runners are Barbie, uh, Past Lives, I'll say The Holdovers, uh, Anatomy of a Fall and, uh, surprise, surprise, Dream Scenario.
1: Whoa. Oh, I'm so excited! I cannot wait to see Dream Scenario. I think, yeah, it could be a
2: twist on the. Original
1: that would be screenplay. that that would that would be a really fascinating one to go in. Um, I I'd love to see it do well because I the the premise of it I think is genius. Uh, in my in my should for original screenplay, the, look, not getting anywhere near the off, but I put it in because scrim- I don't have Barbie in my should for original screenplay because I actually thought some parts of the screenplay were what things I liked less about Barbie. Um, I've put Joyride, yeah, into yes. my original screenplay because I thought it was a delightful uh, comedy, and uh, I put that in along with May December Holdovers, Past Lives, and Maestro. With Past Lives, should win, and Holdovers will, um, and Holdovers number two for for should. Yeah. Um It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a like it's 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 less packed than adapted screenplay, but there are some still some really great ones in there. I mean,
0: May December is amazing.
1: It is evil does not exist.
0: Guys, Evils Not Exist is a mm. fantastic screenplay. Beautiful. Is not going to happen. No, it's oh, not going to happen. Beautiful. No, it's never going to happen. I'm, I, I thought we were talking about shoulds. Yep, beautiful, yeah. Be- beautiful screenplay. Evils Not Exist is one of my <laughs> shoulds. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Past Lives is also incredible. And, I mean, you know, I, I'm holding out hope for Asteroid City as an outside. Because sometimes, you know, Wes Anderson is... The most not like the majority of the nominations that Wes anderson got are actually sole screenplay nominations yes like he he got his first nomination ever roll of ten of bounds war was original screenplay he was recognized again moonrise kingdom original so they do tend to sometimes be like you know we, we're just going to recognize you in the wacky movie category <laughs>
1: so,
0: but i don't think it's going to happen but again he's in my shoulds more so than in my my yeah you know, great. Any Well, is, is
1: this all we have to say about original screenplay? Yeah, well, it's quite a boring category, really, isn't it, to be honest? I, I think, I mean, screenplay's never one that essentially excites me. Like, maybe it's, maybe it's because, like I said, I do a lot of acting. The actors really get me interested. And the screenplay, I'm kind of... But I do think it's interesting as it relates to picture. And, um, yeah, I have... Although it's interesting because I, I don't think Oppenheimer wins adapted either. But I do think Holdover's wins original... Yeah. Um, I think it's the most talky film, Um, more so than Barbie, but I got Barbie at two because I just think Barbie is Barbie and that'll play nicely. Anatomy of a Fall is all talk, I think it's more than likely going to be all talking. Um. I have a take on
0: Barbie winning. I don't want Barbie to win. I actually think the screenplay is strong, uh, the fact that they just tried to do something that wasn't formulaic it is formulaic, but in a way that it hasn't hasn't been done in IP storytelling. Yeah. In, in the, and on the big screen, so I think the fact that they tried and they had these two big filmmakers bringing their own uh, visions and, and styles to uh, to this film is what makes the screenplay amazing. But actually, I would I think that Gerwig and Baumbach should have won in twenty nineteen. Who? Like, did, who? I married? think *Marriage Story* and *Little Women* should have won original and adapted that year. I want them to be on the stage by themselves accepting an award for a screenplay that they want because i i, I think that i don't want them to share this moment i want them to have their own individual moments accepting uh, you know an award for a screenplay that they wrote because this movie it, it's kind of like a killing two birds with one stone and i don't want that i don't want it to feel that way i yeah. want, i want their individual and very different artistries to be individually recognized and that's why i don't know if i would wa- i would want them to win together
1: yeah that's I, that's completely fair i do think that gewick and Baumbach are two of the most talented people working in the industry and um yeah long way long way they make films of, as as great as oh, and write films as great as these um, Barbie is just uh, my only problem with Barbie. If I'm being completely honest, and I, I say this, someone who it's you know it's probably not my take to have, perhaps, but I did feel like they could have in like that the social messaging of Barbie and the kind of sometimes would overtake the plot to the point where I felt like the narrative would stop, so that I so that they could kind of turn and tell me things and then go back to the narrative. And I actually thought that the, the na- that the social messaging was really well like was really important social messaging and i and i liked the way that it was actually integrated into the narrative i just did then didn't need the extra bits where it kind of I got it through the story, I didn't need those and those scenes kind of irritated me slightly and that's about the things when, when in a year, is you know, when you see when there's this many films and there are those that to me can be enough to just knock it out of my five, for should, even though it, de- it def- definitely will and I'm not upset that it will either. That's
0: my issue with poor things
1: by the way. That's fair, do you know what? Totally fair enough, totally fair enough. I didn't I didn't feel it as much with poor things but had, had, had that, have not, that was a slight issue that I had which means I don't think it'll win you know, and that's, that's that's it, really.
0: Any more takes on original screenplay? I think the barb is gonna uh, win. I just have a list of other possible air. Good screenplay. Saltburn.
1: Good screenplay. Rustin,
0: Asteroid City and Priscilla.
1: All good. Oh, Priscilla's got a fantastic screenplay. Oh, Priscilla
0: has an adapted screenplay. I was gonna say it's based on yeah. Elvis and Me. Uh, yeah. The Priscilla Presley. I don't know why I put the, put it there. <laughs> but anyways, Priscilla has an option for adapted screenplay. Um. Yep. Yeah, forgot about that.
1: It's, it's still it's, uh, wait, for
0: some reason Priscilla was in the original screenplay for uh on Gold Derby. That's why I put it on original screenplay. Specific. But then I realized immediately that it was based yeah. on Priscilla Presley. But
1: I mean if Bar- if Barbie's original, anything's bleeding possible, mm-hmm. so
0: Okay, let's move on to adapted.
1: Who does I am just curious, before we actually go into the who we've got on our picks, who have we all got to win adapted screenplay? Poor things. Poor things?
2: I think uh, Oppenheimer or American fiction, uh, I don't know, it's like...
1: This is I, fascinating, so we got poor things...
2: No, imagine if no one
1: wins an Oscar <laughs> for screenplay. So we've got poor things, often higher in American <laughs> fiction, and I've got Killers of the Flower Moon. Wow. So, um... Eric I, Roth is overdue. I just, I just think Killers of the Flower Moon is... It, to me, it just screams... Screenplay winner, because it was kind of so... Inter- the screenplay was so integral to the film. And I... For, I mean, I've got... I haven't got American... Oh, I know I do have American fiction. That is a lie. Killer of the Flower Moon, Oppenheimer, poor thing's American fiction. And just because I think it needs something if I've got it in picture, the colour purple. But I don't know whether the screenplay's any good. But, like, I just put it in because I originally had Origin in that fifth spot and I just went, uh, it's shaky, it's shaky, Yeah, it's shaky. I think Hitman could also be a, a, a potential spoiler in that fifth spot as well. Yeah.
0: Um, my fifth spot is actually All of the Strangers. And I'm just going for it.
1: I'd love that so much and it's ironic really because I, ha- I don't have it in it and I adore the film and you were less sold on it and it's in yours but it's my cynicism yeah I I would so love all of the strangers to be in there I think it's a beautiful screenplay uh, I've also got uh, Priscilla and are you there god it's me Margaret in should for adapted screenplay I have I think Oppenheimer should win adapted screenplay but I've I've got killers to win
2: I have also purchased the script, the actual screenplay. Yeah, it, it it went sold out on Amazon. I didn't know it could happen. <laughs> I don't know. I can't recall uh, uh, sold out for a screen for a movie screenplay at least.
0: Yeah, I'm not really sure who I'd want to win. I'm not really too excited i think a lot of these are like directorial achievements more than anything yeah probably killers of a fire moon actually
1: well, well i think any like i it's one of those i don't think there's any like potential ones in these kind of this list that i'd be like devastated like devastated that something didn't win and something did i'd be happy for any of them to win i'd like american fiction to win just because i like to see something that's a little bit less um What's the word? That's not kind of in the mainstream eye right now to get that recognition. Because I don't think Oppenheimer, nor Killers, nor Poor Things needs a screenplay win. But, I mean, sometimes the best picture can be decided on a screenplay win. And you've got the three major competitors really all competing against each other. So, I think it's. I do think possibly whoever wins screenplay wins picture. But whether that should be how it works is a different question but i just when you, like I said it's it seems to be two the stars of a aligned that all the the kind of front runners all seem to have uh, n- not in your case because you've gone for the holdovers but you know kind of you know american fiction poor things up and would all competing against each other with you know a fifth for whoever else fancies a go in there so i've also got are you there god it's me margaret in should um uh, because yeah, it's a beautiful screenplay and again will not be nominated but should be because it, it's it's marvellous.
0: I just want to throw out a title, just because I, I want to keep going with my bit. Uh, the Pato Fo is an adapted screenplay. And the Academy, if you're listening, you're in love. That movie exists.
1: Uh, Academy, if you're listening, uh, Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey also yeah. exists, it, and it, and that will go in adapted. Uh, and, yeah, so we we don't need Oppenheimer, thank you. Or, or, as I've written on here for some reason, Oppenheimer, Thank you for that. I've... Um, Spider-Man
0: Across the Spider-Verse is also an adapted screenplay, guys. Don't forget.
1: Yeah, I, it, it could, but it won't.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to you, Academy. I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. Th- those movies are adapted screenplays. Let me remind you. Let me just <laughs> repeat it. Uh, the Pato Fo... <laughs> Spider-Man across uh, the Spider-Verse.
1: Ba- yeah. Barbie is an adapted screenplay. It's not an original screenplay. I don't know why they they want to campaign you there, but don't don't let them don't let them Oscars, because they I think I get the feeling that possibly they kind of want know that original might be an easier ride, and so they're kind of trying to slip it into original. Yeah. But I I cannot see that I have read the justifications of why they want to put Barbie in. Uh, I genuinely can't even remember what they are now. But like I remember reading them and thinking that's nonsense. No, it is. It, it, it is an adapted screenplay. It's adapted from the Mattel. Because by that point, the Lego movie would be an original screenplay, which it wasn't. So I don't think they got a leg like, to stand on there. But we'll be. I'll be fascinated to see whether they. Because they. What they may do is they may campaign it in original screenplay and then them nominate it in adapted. So they do, that. they do that. sometimes, and they it, also do that in acting. Yeah, uh, with um. That Alicia
0: Vikander. That, and, yep. um, Kate Winslet and The Reader.
1: And they also did it for The Keith <laughs> as well, The Keith <laughs> Stanfield, Stanfield and Judas the Black Messiah, um, which I was happy about because I, I wanted just wanted to see them both nominated because it was a, a masterpiece of I a actually film. I
0: preferred that performance
1: over Diane Columbia. Oh, I, I preferred Kaluuya, but, both, but, but it's like, you know, they're two extraordinary talents. And if, can I just also say, if there was an Oscar for Best Performance in a Rubbish Film, I would probably give it to Keith Stanfield in *The Haunted Mansion* because he's so good, but the film is so rubbish. But he's he's in the middle of that film, acting his absolute heart out. Bless his bless his soul, and everybody else around him looks drunk, tired, or bored, and he's there sobbing his eyes out. It's hilarious because he tries so hard. Bless him.
0: Did you like him in *The Book of Clarence*?
1: Uh, I did. I did. I like the, the Book of Clarence very much. The Book of Clarence, I'm assuming not eligible. Well, I mean, because, when it's coming out. Well, because it's not listed on any... It wasn't listed on Variety's uh, elig- eligibility list, which is why it's not included anywhere here. Um, but I really love Book of Clarence, and I think if that is a, there next year... I think there's definitely a possibility that that could be a, a player. I also think there's another—I can't remember the name of it—but there's a um, another film coming out with Colman Domingo in the lead.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, it's the one set in a prison.
1: Yes. Um, so if they play the long game, we could be looking at two Colman Domingo wins in a row.
0: Because yeah, he technically he won the tribute award at Telly Ride. Yeah. For that movie, because he couldn't campaign. He couldn't campaign for Rustin because that's a Netflix project. Yeah, and so they have to give it to him for a smaller <laughs> project. <laughs> See, the strike is—yeah, the like semi-striking. Mean, <laughs> yeah.
2: No, I mean the paradoxes of the strike are like already manipulating the uh, awards. Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. And you know what? As I said, as I said at the start, I the—if you look at the difference between awards and you know actors getting paid fairly, know which one I'd rather.
0: Yeah, I think we all would rather get people, you know, paid fairly when, yeah. like, a gold a golden statue, which you know is nice, but it doesn't mean that you're you're gonna lead a you know yeah. sustainable. Yeah. Life. I
1: just I would feel they were certain, particularly people like Robert Downey Jr., who, if the strike isn't resolved and he wins, it would be a huge moment for him. Same with Lily Gladstone, and if they're not there to accept it, that would be kind of a bit of a gut punch, but. Again, it's you know priorities, I suppose.
0: Yeah, priorities. That's right. Uh, But anyway,s I got some uh, some possibles for adapted since we've been doing this. The zone of interest we haven't talked about at all.
1: I would be. I. I don't. I don't understand it. I. I, And I know you guys. I don't understand screenplay. I. I think technically is where the the technical elements is where zone of interest is at its best. I zoned out for a lot, ironically. Uh, zoned out for a lot of the screenplay, and I don't actually think a lot. Of the sc- I don't think the screenplay held a great deal of power. Mm. I think the the power of the, of zone of interest, where I felt there was any, came from the visual imagery and the um, the look of the camp and what came over the walls and things like that. The actual screenplay itself, there were some really powerful lines, but for the most part, I don't. And I'm I'm seeing it be put into adapted. I don't understand it myself. I think
0: it's a movie.
1: It's a, it's, a fine, it's, a deep, it's a well enough written film, but I don't think the screenplay is anything extraordinary to beat the films that are in the contention already.
0: I, I certainly wouldn't give it Best Adapted Screenplay, but I would give it Best Director, personally, even yeah. though it's not my favourite film of the year.
1: Yeah. Weirdly,
0: yeah, it's yeah, your favourite yeah. film of the year, but you wouldn't give it Best Director. It's not my favourite <laughs> film, it's like close to being my favourite film I'd, of
1: be, I'd be happy to see uh, uh, Zone of Interest get Cinematography, and I don't think I'd want it to get anything else.
0: Cinematography. Yes. Oh yes, yeah, I think it should as well.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's a, a major contender. Yeah, you know. but I don't think yeah. that I don't think it'll it because they'll go for films that are are typically more aesthetic, mm-hmm. where a zone of interest, the cinematography, which I think is the film's biggest strength. Um, is kind of in its off-kilterness and the fact that kind of how sometimes ordinary sometimes you know what's going on in backgrounds of shots things it's, like that.
2: Yeah the main interesting thing with zone of interest photography is that it, everything is in uh, natural light. Yes. So it's it's an amazing effort and that's also the reason why to keep our formal, formal continuity uh, Glazer thought about the black and white the thermal black and white just to yeah. And that's that's an excellent choice he makes. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean p set of interest is possible. Neither of us have it in our five,
2: right? No. No. No.
0: But yeah, you know, I watch mean, out.
2: Yeah, I'm set a a- of interest
0: maybe to win international feature. Who knows? Um, I think the Botofo might win over. I
2: think
1: zone will win the uh, best into- i i genuinely feel like i've gone insane with zone of interest because I, <laughs> I like every everybody i've spoken to everybody i've spoken to everybody i've read everybody is absolutely head over heels for it and i can't understand it but it's like it's one of those things where like when you can't find any other voices that don't feel the same you start to think you have just gone a bit that you just not seeing the genius. And maybe I just haven't, I don't know. It's hard because obviously I saw it at the festival, so I can't now see it until it comes out wide. Um, but I will give it another chance, and I, I hope that I'm wrong, I hope it's just a, a, an expectations thing. I
0: saw a tweet by a critic that I really like, and I don't remember specifically who, but I remember I liked him, but he talked about the zone of interest, this very experimental and, and different kind of movie, And the fact that it's not alienating critics as much as a movie like that usually does. Yeah. So he found it weird that there was this consensus. Yeah, well, I'll
1: I'll tell you what, can I just tell you what kind of alienated me about Zone of Interest? Mm -hmm. I felt like, without getting into details, because obviously the film's not released yet, it would not be fair to go into details, but they seem to find one tactic for me to show you what goes on the other side of the wall. And there's a lot of screaming. A lot of screaming and a lot of banging which I think works for five minutes and then I start to cotton on to fact that that's what's happening and then there are bits and pieces of things that come in and out that I think are really fascinating but then every so often they'll just go back to the screaming and back to the banging and after a while it I was numb to it and I knew that's what was coming and I just I felt like I felt like it, like it bordered a little bit exploitative which is weird coming from a film that's been described as the least exploitative film about I felt like just constantly hearing screams over the walls it just it, for me it kind of was like okay yeah we 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 get it that's not like to me it was just a bit like sickly and a bit frust- irritable and rather than kind of that powerful harrowing feeling that other people have had and again, it gives me no pleasure to say that because I sat in my seat like a giddy school. Oh, giddy That was a horrible word to use for the Holocaust. But you know, I was so excited to see what Glazer was going to do with that film. And it just disappointed me, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know, maybe a second viewing outside, you know, the festival bubble.
1: Will... Yeah, I mean, I had seen four films that day. So, yeah, you know, I mean, a, a festival atmosphere can change the way you see films. Course, yeah. Especially when you're tired and you're, you know, some like Boy in the Heron. I was like, I was dehydrated. I was on yeah. film three of the day. I was tired. I was dehydrated. I was in a horrible part of the Royal Festival Hall in London, and I got very little out of it. Like, I didn't dislike the film. I thought I literally came out. My review was, yeah, it, it's it's what I thought it was going to be, and yeah, fine, whatever. But it's like sometimes when you do see films in, the, in a film festival, it can it can distort your mind, you know, depending on so many factors.
0: I was so overwhelmed by certain films that I saw at the festival, like Killers of the Far Moon. It was so overwhelming, three and a half hours. I went to the press screen at eight AM <laughs> of Killers of the Far Moon and I woke up at six AM to go there and, and so I, I wasn't at full energy. Yeah. And and it threw so much at me and when I came back to it on Sunday I think that I, I, I A it was in the evening and B, I think I just had this energy, this willingness to open up to the movie and Yeah. I, I had, you know, consumed more content uh, about the film, so I've seen more videos and seen more, uh, I listened to more podcasts and contextualized it more. Not that it changed my opinions, but I think it made me, it made me have a list of uh, questions that I, I was going to engage with the film through. And when I saw it the second time, I think it, it really hit me. Uh, but let's let's keep going with the possible list. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yes, actually. I think Are You There, God Me, Margaret is a possibility. The Color Purple yeah blackberry and yep.
1: ferrari ferrari again really boring um blackberry is a tremendous screenplay and a fantastic film and i love blackberry i just think it's a bit weird for the oscars it's because it's not it it has the we've i mean we've had a hundred of these films this year you know the the tech films had like tetris we've had um flaming hot we've had all these kind of business films blackberry kind of t- it's it the social network meets the office and it's so kind of out there i loved it i thought it was so funny but i just i don't see it getting any awards traction at all
0: me neither like maybe glenn Howerton, like last, last minute but up. i just put it out there these are all the possible and the pot of <laughs> i think the pot is a possibility i don't want people to forget it
1: I, I, re- I really hope for your sake, yeah, that it does get nominated yeah, in yeah. every <laughs> single category now. Best animated feature, Portofe. <laughs> best labor, best yeah. best animated show, best documentary show, Portofaux. Oh. The food is incredible. It's the catering
2: animated Academy, <laughs> if you're listening to us, do the catering with Portofaux like yeah. cuisine or Yeah, I honestly don't really like I know that Portofaux
0: is gonna get one nomination at least, which is international feature. There is no way It'd be hilarious if it doesn't get it yeah, now. There is no way a French movie with Juliette Binochet about
2: cooking, doesn't get nominated. What
1: was the- uh, what entry did the- uh, what entry did Japan end up going with?
2: I think The Inventors. Yeah, perfect The Inventors and Perfect
0: Days. I don't know why I have Happy Days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, thought per- I thought Perfect Days was quite dull. Um, but, I mean, because I loved Evil Does Not Exist, and I think stuff like that, Monster as well, probably would have been a more- uh, would have been my choice. But Perfect Days certainly has a chance in that category, but... I it could I think it's going to be zone of interest or taste of things yeah. or Potterfeu or whatever it's. Yeah.
0: No, I, I reject the taste of things. I think it's uh, incompatible with the spirit of the movie as a title.
1: Fair enough. I haven't seen it, so I will take your word.
0: Yeah, but whatever. I, I don't want to keep talking about a movie that I love, but. <laughs> Honestly,
1: it's been a long conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's been hours. Hours. Common, David, now that you now you're now that you're with us. Um that that, that makes you sound very ominous. <laughs> <laughs> while you're while you're still with still us. It's with like us. Like, it's like the Irishman t- <laughs> take taking out back. Um, yeah, uh all I'm gonna say is I'm very excited for the Oscars and um Supremacy for Blood and Honey. And long may it long may it get every award. Particularly... Particularly, uh, best picture, uh, best leading actor for the guy that plays Winnie the Pooh, and I, I mean I couldn't choose between the best supporting actresses with all the with all the, the, the best best visual effects, uh, best editing, um, best sound. In fairness, the the visual effects and the sound actually aren't that bad. Uh, and yeah, just put it in for put it in for documentary feature as well because I think uh, I think that. Oh, speaking of um, documentary feature, um, I saw recently saw Twenty Days of Mariupol one of the very kind of... We've also got Beyond Utopia that comes out this weekend, which is the f- current front-runner to win documentary. I saw Anatomy, uh, Anatomy for a Fall. I haven't seen that yet. 20 Days of Mary Paul. I would just be fascinated for anyone who goes to see it or has seen it. I think there's a massive conversation to be had in that film about consent in documentary cinema because I think I found it harrowing and brilliantly done but deeply exploitative of people it's on the right. problem on the ground. There's a lot of times where they'll just thrust a microphone into the face of a traumatized Ukrainian citizen in floods of tears on the floor and there are also certain points where um, people specifically ask not to be filmed and that is included in the documentary. I think that is unfair uh, and that to me will stop it from ever coming to one that I think will should win for that reason alone, but I'm just—I'm curious if, if anybody does get a chance to see it to uh, to to send in their thoughts on it because I just think the film is is brutal and it's a, um, like a masterfully told, but with that massive gaping consent hole in the middle. But it is a favorite for documentary cinema. But I do think Beyond Utopia is going to take it. Or Four Daughters, which was also quite good when I saw it.
0: Mm, yeah, good takes. I have nothing to say. Well. I mean... What, the Emmys this year are going to be two months earlier than the Oscars? A month earlier?
1: Possibly. I mean, I, I'm not a television man, so January, I...
0: January ninth, January
1: 15th. I don't know. I'm MLK not... MLK Day. MLK Day.
0: Well, I think this is it. It's yeah. been a wonderful time having you, David. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank
1: you, you, you very much. A lot for of you. passion.
2: the <laughs> yeah. Pooh supremacy! And come visit us
1: thank you very much I'm, I'm, I'll be happy to be on if, if you ever require my services again we'll definitely to... talk about
0: the Oscars again with you uh, thank you like very later, much later later the season probably turn of the year so like 2024 uh, we will be back because we were going to take a break from this I think we've covered the beginning of the season yeah absolutely much long episodes and well that's it that's it so you were, you've been listening to Do The Right Film podcast I'm Joao I'm Leo I'm and, David <laughs> and he's David yeah